That's longer yeah, than so usual. You didn't even what get did, to like, wait, the are, are you saying shit. that like you climaxed in ten minutes or? Fuck. Mate, those uh, those devil titties they get me every time. Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 57, Australia's best 57th gaming podcast episode ever in the history of podcasts. I'm your host, well, not, well yes, I'm your host, Zach Jackson, joined as usual by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Mr. Jordan Garcia. Hello. Dylan Blue Roo. Hello. Hello. How Hello. are you? I'm, I'm good. Right. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was good and sad. I'm yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah, you there you go, Liz. You don't don't sound fantastic. And that's what you got to understand with Kieran is he'll say he's fantastic, but his tone says that he's not. No, no, I uh, I picked that up. Yeah, I have a good it's... sense of tone. I think <laughs> you're not tone deaf. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I've heard your music. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for joining uh, us for this week's episode. And he's, and he's back. Yeah, just like the, the title says it's music, but the tone says otherwise. Ooh. Okay, okay, all right. Jeez. That's two. That's two inside of two minutes. Title of your sex tape. <laughs> Far out. Did this turn into the, the, the Zach Jackson comedy roast? Yeah, that's, episode, that's why episode 57 is the best, best 57th episode of any podcast. It's the official roast of Zach Jackson. Uh, I'm fe- yeah, yeah, I've got nothing. I'm cooked. I'm roasted. <laughs> All right, well, uh, shall we start the podcast without roasting me? No, yeah, right. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So Kieran, you're uh, sounding a little bit uh, flat. You are not enjoying Melbourne's current lockdown climate, I'm assuming. Am I sounding flat? I'm sorry. It oh, must be. It's my microphone. Just, just a little he's, bit. He's actually inflated. I mean, yeah. I mean, now that you've, you've perked up once you've you know, given now, me three, Now that Zach's called you out on it. Three <laughs> juicy big... Slaps. That's um, all it takes. What kind of slap? <laughs> Cheeky slaps that uh, hurt my feelings. Uh. No, no, they didn't really. Um, but yeah, Melbourne, uh, lockdown, corona. Yeah, fucked. good fun. Yeah, it's uh, skyrocketing to not goodness. Mm. These roads don't lead all to good. Or whatever it was I said that time. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about that. Thank you for roads. reminding me of that. that all roads lead to good. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no, Corona in uh, in Vic at the moment. Not uh, not a fun time. Um, no. Your work has been pretty crazy. Um, it's been all nice. over the place, actually. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you finding it's quite? It's dying down a bit. Oh uh, yeah, the. 
the last week since since the the mask mandate came in it's definitely gotten a lot quieter um mm. i think people are actually almost listening to instructions now or you know mm. at least most of them um and actually only coming in if they if they need something yeah um i think like if anything just the like the mask mandate's just been a deterrent for people going out because it's too much effort now yeah um which is i guess a bad way to get to that point but it still gets to that point so that's fine um mm. but uh i mean the numbers are still scary and i think it decreased a bit today though didn't it from i don't think i've seen it well, I, I actually haven't seen today's numbers. Um, I feel like it was yeah. late 300s. Yeah. yeah fair so enough. it's gone down from the five. Was it 500? Last it was like yeah, five, yeah. 530 odd yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Was, so it's gone down a little bit. Yeah, that's something. Um, um, but yeah, the, it's I mean, the, the uh, shopping center where, where workers has had its third case of staff members testing positive now. Um, and. You know, not your customer, store, right? Not in my store, um, yeah. but some like contact tracing, you know, for customers as well, which is mm. worrying. But um, yeah, hopefully it's on its way out, hopefully. or at least going to start dipping now that people are not being as stupid. Yeah, you uh, did you buy a custom mask at all? I did. You did. Like yeah. Do you go with any sort of a, gaming? I have a Ren and Stimpy mask. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, it's sick. Not, uh... sure if, not sure if I get away with that where I work. <laughs> mm. Nice. Yeah. Well, okay. How's uh, north of uh, Vic, New South Wales, Jordan? How you uh, going? I'm going great. It's been like pissing down the past couple of days and I've been loving it. Love the rain, so nice. You know, it's been great for me. That's good. Uh, Dylan, how's the West, mate? No cases, locking everyone. Uh, in? not not so many. Yeah, I mean, locking everyone it's, in. Sorry. It's, yeah, nobody's allowed in. Nobody's allowed out. Um, I don't mind it. Unless you're a footballer. Yeah, there's some weird rules for that. But Ooh. yeah, unfortunately, I'm not a footballer, so. Can't go anywhere. But even, but even if, you, if you were, would you be going somewhere? Let's uh, go to the Queensland hub, mate. For, it depends if he plays for Carlton or not. Carlton are here at the moment, actually. Yeah. It's funny, I, I was talking to... Nice. Yeah, I should. Well, I mean, I can't at the moment. They'd be in quarantine. But I thought about going to the game on Friday, I think it is, to support the, the Blues for you. Get around them. Do it. I think I might. I say do it, mate. Yeah, well, if I can find a Blues jersey, I'm in. I'll do it. Just go to the sports shop, mate. Essential shopping. Uh, I feel it costs too much, though. I mean, the Blues are pretty shit. Well, they were, so it'd probably be like 20 bucks. So it should be right. Yeah. Ease up, mate. But yeah. Go back to uni nice. tomorrow. Sad news. Very sad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Uh, all right, well, um, let's talk about the things that we're here for. Your roast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, speaking of roast, what is your favourite kind no. of roast? Don't say spit. Comedy. 
comedy roast of you. No, but seriously, do you like? Do you have a favorite meat roast? I mean, I don't. I don't get around the roasts too often. Really? Mom, yeah, I can't uh, remember the last time I had a roast. Yeah, it's okay. been it's been a while. Um, it sounds like what? something people with parents do. Oh wow! Oh wow! Well, I have parents, and they don't ever whip me up a roast. <laughs> so, must be something up. Maybe they're Jordan, not my parents. How about, <laughs> how about me? Uh, hmm. Colombian select roast. Sorry, Colombian what? Colombian select roast. Nice. You never specified what kind of roast. That sounds... That's good. It's a coffee. Like drugs? Wow, because it's Colombian? (laughs) Yeah, he went there. Oh my god. Is it it like a chicken stuck with like cocaine or something? Mate, it's it's fucking coffee. (laughs) Can we talk about games, please? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of coffee, Necrobarista. I didn't even register that. I was still thinking about meat. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> you would be. Here's your roast after all. Love meat. Video games, eh? Mm. How about, about like, They go all right. All right. They go all right. What have you been playing, Dylan? Um, in, other than review stuff, I played one hour of uh, Halo Combat Evolved last night. How's uh, that? Not, not bad. It's the first time ever playing a Halo campaign, ever. I've played like played two hours of the Master Chief Collection multiplayer, and yeah, just thought I'd start playing through the Halo games just to see what they're all about. Not really because of um, the Infinite trailer, but I'd more or less planned to do it anyway. But um, yeah, I guess it kind of happened at the similar time to that. But it's good fun. I'm playing on the hardest difficulty from the start, which I don't know Fuck if I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. I'm playing legendary already, and it's it's already hard. I don't know if I'm any good at all yet, but I'll, I'll figure it out. But yeah, that's it for me. I haven't really played much else this week other than review stuff. Nice, Karen. What have you been uh, cracking on with? Uh well, I mean, yeah. Also, other than stuff for review, I haven't played much. I uh, dabbled in. Uh, Necro Barista a little bit earlier today. Nice. Um, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still playing through Watch Dogs 2. I think I'm like halfway through that now. Nice. Um, still? I'm, yeah, no, I really like it. Um, it's, yeah, like surprisingly has me hooked. Mm. Um, and other than that, I think mainly I played a bunch of the Fall Guys beta nice. over the weekend. Um, it looks fun as hell. It is extremely fun. Um, and I'm very, yeah, very excited to get stuck back into that on the PlayStation. Um, yeah, that's actually really it, I think, from me. Yay. Tidy, Jordan, Jordan. Uh, so, Mr. Coffee Roaster. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we've been playing. A little bit of Final Fantasy still, getting ready for the next update that's coming out. Um, another raid. Another raid. Um, I also went back and, you know, played some Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on my Switch. And uh, that was good fun. And then I've been playing the new Fairy Tale game, which I don't oh, think yeah. I can actually talk about yet. Because when the podcast goes live, the embargo won't be lifted yet by like a couple of hours. 
What so, time's the... Uh... 9am on Friday. Oh, yeah, we can... Mate, we can talk about it. We can push the old mate like two hours. Oh wow! So exclusive I, that we're pushing the podcast back. I actually forgot that that we that we were even playing that game. I didn't even write it in the document. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, aside from that, n- nothing else really. It's been a relatively quiet week. Nice. Um, I don't really have anything to, to sort of tell you. Because pretty much all my games have been review games. Played a little bit of. Uh, Overcooked again, the DLC. Um, finished that actually, making the Sundays, making the hot dogs. You know what it's like. Nice. Uh, and that's, yeah, apart from review games, that's pretty. Oh no, Kieran and I have played something that he doesn't know I've played yet. But I played it last night. I uh, downloaded the prologue to Succubus. Oh, does, does, does it succubus? <laughs> Hit succubus hard. It was, it was what I was kind of expecting, but it still kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, so if you know what agony is, um, the game, not the actual feeling of agony. I mean, you'd know <laughs> both if you know the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to play it, mate. For <laughs> oh, so fuck, I'm bad. I'm sorry for that. You'll be telling us all about it. Uh, Mate, to be fair, it's like six hours. You'll be right. Suck it up. You could be playing a fucking 60-hour RPG. You could also write an article about which, like, hell monsters you want to fuck as well. Mm. None of them. There you go. Top 10 succubuses to... That are the hell monsters he wants to fuck are from Doom Eternal. Um, Yeah, exactly. The Cockadoo. Succubus is the new game from the Agony developers, Man Mind Studio. It is kind of like a sequel slash spin-off of Agony, so it's set in the same hell universe, uh, but you play as Succubus, um, the Red Queen, or um, whatever her name is, I can't remember the thing, but basically your character won't spoil it because Kieran's got to play it, unless you've already seen it. Uh... Anyway, something goes down in and yeah, so a character wants to make the Red Queen like his queen or something like that. Um, and she's like, nah, fuck yeah. Um, so she <laughs> fucks shit up pretty much. And yeah, you basically go into the game and the the big difference between Succubus and Agony is this has is Succubus has combat. Uh, well, uh, if, you, uh. if, you'd, if you'd call it that. <laughs> um, but it's very graphic. Um there are dicks and titties everywhere. There are like demons, like boning. It just sounds like Saints Row Four: Get Out of Hell. I think, I think there are the demons. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's Succubus. Uh, I lasted about ten minutes. That's longer yeah, than so usual. You didn't even get what, to like. Wait, the are, worst are you shit. saying that like you climaxed in ten minutes or? Fuck. Mate, those are those devil titties. They get me every time. <laughs> And there's the intro for the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it sucked. Sad. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm... Like, yeah. No, it's like it sucks. But I do like the world. Like, I like their uh, hell that they've created. Maybe not all the demon fucking and stuff, but 
the actual hell design i think is actually pretty cool okay something tells me that Arno's in the room right now which is why he said he's not for the demon fucking uh well no she's not she's watching uh demon fucking <laughs> bachelor uh, bachelor in paradise oh so demon uh, fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, um not far off yeah um yeah, like the hell is actually, is actually like really. I think it's really well done. Does um, it remind you of Australia? Kind of at the moment, but um, yeah, game kind of just eats ass. So anyway, sad. Um, let's move on to. Uh, I think that's it. I think <laughs> I've suck. Yeah. Just <laughs> reviews. We we got a few. We got five. Did you just say I don't think I've sucked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think oh, that wow. suck. I was. Uh, I was thinking in my head. Please, I oh, definitely know I've sucked. <laughs> I'll leave you with that little juicy bit. Nice. Um, Tyler, your sex tape. <laughs> well, I'll leave you with that juicy bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, we got five review. Sorry, four reviews to talk about tonight, and one preview. Uh, actually, no, we got five. Fuck, I lost count. Whatever, Dylan, you're gonna talk about two Aussie games that you've been playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Little Reaper, we kind of roasted last week a little bit. Okay, kind of. What what was uh, said last week? You just, loved it. It's, it's just not very good. Okay, that's basically um, my thoughts. Uh, but you know, it's a small team. Tried hard, but. Yeah, yeah. I think it has what it needs to succeed there. It's just not executed on properly. Like, I feel like if they took away, you know, if they took what they had there and fixed mm. some of the issues I outlined, like, you know, the I think the frame rate was a bit abo on occasions, but that might have just been on my end. But um, just like the boss battles being quite average. Any, and, um, system like, requirements, mate? Oh, mate, the 2070 Super just can't run it. Uh, but no, I think, like, yeah, so the performance issues, some of the, the boss battles being a bit average and the controls even being a bit average as well. I feel like yeah. if they can, you know, make those things at least good to good to great, then they've got a, you know... Good to beat. A, a decent, like a great game on their hands, They like if they take away that great sort of game. stuff. Eight out of eight, Did great. You, I found it kind of boring, eh? Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I can see that. Um, from what I initially felt, like the first level is the level I played at PAX, and mm. I was quite surprised that it was basically the exact same. And when I'd seen it at PAX, I was like, "Oh, this is promising for a game that you know is going to have more time in development and probably going to get a little bit better than what it currently is." And it was basically just the same thing. So. Um, yeah, a little disappointing, but I feel like, you know, this this young up and coming Aussie team can, you know, take a you know, the criticism and uh hopefully make something decent. I know that um some other people have reviewed it quite lowly and they've been quite receptive to the feedback and haven't really you know, they've they've responded to people that have given the game really low scores and been like, Oh, well, you know, we're listening to um, you know, what's being said and that. So I feel like they you know, they know that there's there's issues with the game and they're you know going to do what they can to either fix it in the current game or you know make something else that hopefully improves but yeah mm, it's a bit, disappointing 
it'd be pretty disheartening though to see people. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think they'd been making this game for five or six years or something. So, you know, it's it would it would definitely be discouraging. But at the same time, you know, myself and I think Dylan Blight even who reviewed it um, for Explosion, um, you shout know, outs. yeah, shout outs. Um, you know, we both wanted the game to be good and we both, you know, came away from it, even though we gave it, you know, below, you know, below average scores, you know, we're still hopeful that something can be done with it. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's disappointing, but what can you do? Sometimes you're going to have a bad game. That's it, mate. Feel that. All right. Uh, the second Aussie game that you've played, again, mm-hmm. we just spoke about this last week and my description of it was probably terrible. Okay. Because um, I don't really remember much about it now. Um, okay. Did you finish it? So, nah. Okay. No, I've, be- I've-, I've barely touched it since All right. last week. Um, but yeah, you've been playing and reviewed Necro Barista, the mm-hmm. uh, Melbourne-made little coffee game. Yep. That uh, maybe isn't so much about coffee as what people think. No. Yes, no. I mean, I mean, no. I talked to you about it the other day on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, saying that you know, it's there's not much coffee in it, which is a bit upsetting. But um, you, I'm assuming you gave a rundown on what it was about, or do you want me to, or? You definitely give a rundown because I probably gave it wrong. Okay, so basically there's a cafe in Melbourne, in Carlton, um, and, um, you know, it's like the... I think it's like a, a millennia from now. It's like in the... It's like 3,000 and something. I don't remember what, but it's it's a long I time I think that was the, the postcode. I think it's what? like Is it? fairly present day. Uh, yeah, that, that's uh, what I thought. When I, when I saw that... I was confused there, by that, yeah. I was like... Yeah. Really? I thought maybe it was the postcode. I wasn't sure if it was the postcode or the year, but um, yeah, it's the postcode. Yeah, right. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's all right. I don't know what the postcode is. Um, yeah, you but no, because you've because you've written it as the year. Oh, I feel like anyone who doesn't live in Victoria, definitely everyone who doesn't live in Australia, would have that same impression from. Yeah, because it was a bit. It was a bit well, bizarre. It introduces it. So I'm well, like, I saw it, not, and I was like. Oh, well, I blame Kieran for not telling me. Uh, Mate, he wouldn't know. <laughs> he, he's, he's off. Like, sidebar, he wrote that uh, Halo article, the indefensive Halo uh, Infinite, and he, halfway through the article, he wrote, uh, he was talking about the game, and he wrote, Bungie's creative director. Oh, no. Mate, they haven't made a Halo for what, like, fucking eight, eight years or something? Uh, nine years. <laughs> Anyway, so sidebar over. Let's talk about uh, Necro. Yeah, so it's set in the the postcode of three thousand and something. Uh, <laughs> That's gonna be lovely to edit. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, they don't really explain it, do they? No, I mean, you fucking chugging on your mic there. Oh, was I? I don't know. My bad. <laughs> you um, were. Yeah, no, nah, the RTX voice rude. Um, so yeah, basically set in Melbourne cafe. Um, this is, you know, a coffee house that, you know, looks relatively run-of-the-mill. Um, but the, the go with it is that there's... Um, it's basically like a middle ground between the living realm and the, and, the, and the dead. So, you know, people that have recently passed, you know, come into this place on their way to, you know, hell or heaven, you know, whatever you d- might deem it as being. 
Um, and yeah, you're given 24 hours left on the earth in this, you know, sort of middle between the two realms. And, um, I mean, other than that, it's, it's, that's kind of basically what it is. It's, you know, there's this coffee house and, you know, you basically, your players, uh, the main character you play as is Maddie and she's the, the current owner of the cafe. And, you know, you get someone that comes in and you, you know, go throughout the story with them and they're dealing with the fact that they've only got, 24 hours left and and stuff like that and you quickly realize that there's this whole underground sort of um way in which like the uh i guess it's so there's a a death council even that um you know monitor the living and the dead and try and you know maintain a balance between you know people passing and stuff so you quickly learn that you know hours the hours that you have left can be sold and and bought and um, there's like an underground gambling ring for you know buying more time and stuff like that. So it's it's all um, a bit hard to explain, but um, I don't want to go too deep into it because that's basically the whole game. Because it it is a visual novel. There isn't really much in the way of gameplay. In between chapters, you you know walk around the cafe and you can unlock optional dialogue and stuff like that. And um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The characters are really good. Um, the music's awesome. Um, but yeah, the only real issue I had with it was that there isn't really much to do, which can be a bit unfair on um, the visual novels. But um, yeah, it's kind of just the the hole that falls into. But I still I still gave it an eight and a half. I loved it. Other than that, it was just um, kind of wish there was a bit more to do. That and it was only about two hours long. Two hours long, really? Two three hours. Yeah, that's it. Which is, which is, you know, there are plenty of visual novels that go for that long. But, um, you know, this one felt like it had a lot more to tell, which I guess was also actually another issue I raised, that there was, there was interesting stuff that was brought up that never really, you know, got mentioned again or, was, you know, wasn't delved any deeper into. There were characters that turn up for like half a second and just n- never get seen again. And it seems as if, you know, they've got more to tell about this character they, they just haven't. I don't know if they've got plans for extra content or anything like that, but it's, yeah, it's a bit interesting that there's, you know, a lot of cool stuff that they can discuss that they just they just don't. It kind of just ends, which makes it sound like I'm negative on it, but, like, that that three hours that you have is still is still quality. It's just, you know, when you, when you like a game so much, you want, you want more of it depending on how long it is, three hours is obviously a length where you could probably, you know, want more of it. But, um, yeah, regardless of that, it's a quality time. I'm happy that, um, you know, Route 59 uh, finally got it out because it's been a while. It's been a long time coming and um, everyone seems to, to love it, so that's great. So a couple of things before Kieran jumps in with his uh, thoughts. Um just just on the length, mm. uh, yeah. Like you've you've brought up a good a good topic there, and it's definitely one we're going to talk about in the near future, just about games and and length. Um, but just on the length of Necrobrista, I as we've mentioned in the past, I interviewed them for our Made in Australia segment, and someone actually asked me recently before the game came out, they were like, "Oh, how long is the game? Like, do you know?" And I was like, "Oh, I feel like I asked that question to them." So I went back and lo- looked at the interview i did with them and the devs have answered we're aiming for roughly 10 hours of playtime. Hmm. 
So you'd say they fell way short of that. Yeah, well, what I'm thinking, I think it was roughly, yeah, three hours, like I'm saying, from start to finish of the of the core content. Yeah, I mean, and even then with the additional stuff that's in there, like basically you can, in between chapters and at the end of the game, you can roam around the, the cafe known as as the terminal and, you know, you go up to an item and it might be like a, a bottle on the um, on a shelf or something and it'll be a story about, you know, when, when a character came in and, you know, had a drink of this, whatever it is and stuff like that. So it's, it's basically that's all the additional content that's in there. But even then, that would only take another hour maybe to, to get all that sort of stuff. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, it's that long. Um, but yeah. Do you think, that, do you think um, this game could justify 10 hours of playtime? Um. As in, like, would I play it for 10 hours and not think it's too long, or...? Well, I guess that's hard to answer without playing it for 10 hours, but, um, I mean, like, do you think the story in the world... Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 100%. Maybe... You could easily get 10 hours out of it? I mean, it's hard with a, like, a visual novel to, you know, be around it that long. I think um, one I played, you know, the first uh, visual novel I played that I got into was one called... Um, Valhalla, which was like you play as a as a bar, a bartender in like this cyberpunk futuristic sort of world, and I think that game was around seven, mm. and that was that was good. Even then, that started to feel maybe a bit long at the end. So I feel like they could have, you know, if it was a six seven hour game, I think it would would have been would have been awesome. I would have been in it for that long because th- this game had a narrative, you know, that that kept me. Wanting more, I think, more than Valhalla did. So I feel like I could have went the seven, eight, you know, six, seven, eight hours and been, you know, satisfied with that. Whereas the three is, you know, still good, but left me wanting more at the same time. But yeah. One last quick question. Did you, I'm going to assume you didn't did mm-hmm. you listen to the podcast last week? Uh, no. I hate you all. No, I just, I just haven't. Um, <laughs> so. This is one of my first visual novels. Like mm-hmm. I played um, the vampire one that we often speak about. Coitus mm-hmm. um, in New York. But that's it. Mate. <laughs> but in that one, you have a lot more. Um, you, like you do more. Like yeah, you make choices and stuff like that. Yeah. Here, like I, I felt like I was constantly pushing the button to progress the dialogue. Mm-hmm. The and. The idea that I suggested, and I don't, you know, you enjoyed visual novels more than I do, but if there was like a setting or something, you could like autoplay kind of thing. So instead of having to push um, like the button every, uh, like every time you wanted to yeah. go to the next bit of yeah. dialogue, it just, it just sort of every 10 seconds or whatever, it kind of goes through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that would sort of work for this sort of game or am I just not a visual novel guy? Um, I mean, I don't think that makes you not a visual novel person. Uh, like, you know, having plenty to of visual co- novels have that. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. What and did I say last week, I was saving it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, I don't think I don't think many visual novel you know fans are going to be upset that they don't have to click. Like, it's it's not something that needs to to mm. to be there. It's not like, you know, they could make that and then people get angry and it's like, oh, but I want to press the space bar to progress the narrative. It's like nobody's nobody's gonna yeah, nobody's gonna be like that. But 
I do understand what you mean. One bit of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. That was one, basically, because that was one part that I was like, oh, this is fucking starting to annoy me now. Just yeah. like she'll say like one word, and you have to push it to progress. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, this like Necrobarista. The good thing about it is that, as opposed to other visual novels, it's far more cinematic. Mm. because you know your usual visual, visual novel is basically just a 2d steel background with like you know 2d characters just you know the la- on the layer on top of the, the background basically and then dialogue comes up whereas this has got you know you click and then the camera pans over to this person or you know goes up and shows you know the whole cafe and stuff like that so it's like a lot it's a lot more engaging to to watch and click through than your usual thing which i felt like mm would be a good way to get, you know, people, I guess, like you in that, that don't play or, yeah, don't play these sort of games, but, but yeah. Mm. Cool. Uh, Kieran, do you want to give us any quick thoughts? You said you started it today. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have that much to say that hasn't been said because I've, I've only played maybe an hour of it. Um, it's interesting, Dylan, you saying that it's only three hours long because I think it took me almost an hour to get to the title screen. So, right. Um, I mean, maybe I was just slow at pressing spacebar. Um, um, yeah, okay. Was, no, it, was I, it the anime I, I opening? Am, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's yeah. That's not really so the start, weird, but I understand what you really mean. Really long intro, like. Mm. Yeah. To get to that point, then. Um, but I, they, they did. They, I think they're pretty sure they announced today that they're working on story DLC, free story DLC, nice. or free that's DLC, cool, and then some story stuff. Um, but uh, I like it so far. Um, yeah, I like, I've played a few visual novels and like Dylan said, they usually really are just, uh, if they don't have some kind of gameplay gimmick like Valhalla does, um, then they usually, yeah, they're just static screens and, and dialogue boxes. So it's nice to have something that, um, you still feel like you're in a 3d space. Um, even if you don't get to, like you get to explore it sometimes obviously, but even if, you know, it's still mostly static uh yeah and even then that exploration is really light it's not yeah it's kind of it's kind of just walking around and having a look as opposed to actually like you know messing around with too much yeah which is unfortunate but yeah um but i mean so far the writing's really good the world is really cool um Mm -hmm. i it's it's interesting because it almost feels like it's like presentation wise it's so good that it's weird that it doesn't have things like voice acting um like yeah. it doesn't need it mm. i don't think it needs it necessarily and that's just part of the style of the game but like because everything else is so well realized it feels like odd that it doesn't have it to me yeah how um, do you feel about the writing the writing's really good i like yeah. i like that it's very uh very melbourne mm. like they use yeah. so many colloquialisms and, and make so many too. references to things that like people outside of melbourne or maybe outside of australia wouldn't understand um yeah and like and I normally feel like, I would find sorry. that really cringeworthy, mm. but I think it fits, especially in the setting of like a cafe. Yeah. I feel like they don't, they, yeah, they sound like real people, which is good. Yeah. Because, you know, in a, in an anime inspired thing, you can, you can get your dialogue to end up, you know, very wanky very quickly. And yeah. they, it never really gets to that point. It's all very, yeah. you know, it's stuff that you'd expect an actual person to say. Yeah, yet, yeah, yet Ned Kelly's there and they're doing necromancy. It's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good, like, I've never really, it's a game where I, I sit there and I'm like, wow, the writing's good, where I don't, 
you know, whereas I don't think about that a lot of the time. This one kind of, yeah. you know, made me think, oh, wow, the, the writing of this is, is quite great. Yeah. I think the oh. only only thing that annoys me, just quickly, um, okay. kind of based on what, uh, on, on Zach's criticism, I spend so much time looking at scenes when they're not talking and forgetting that I have to press a button to <laughs> go through those yeah. as well. Do when you're waiting for the loading screen and it's never a loading screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a black screen. You're like, when's the game going to start? And you just literally <laughs> click. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, all right. One quick question for each of you before we move on. But Kieran, having mm. given that you work... That was actually, I don't know why I said it like that. Kieran. Uh, Kieran. You work in Melbourne Central. Yes. Central. Uh, How do you feel about seeing the big clock tower there? Uh, I didn't even notice that. Ah, well, I really? Mean, maybe, maybe it's not in this in the part that you're up to. I, I'm not sure if the game gives you other scenes or something. But yeah, but there was a question that I asked them: Was there any location in Melbourne that that you wanted to include in the game but weren't able to? Any place that absolutely had to be in the game? Uh, I really wanted to put the Melbourne Central clock. Uh, yeah, wanted to put the Melbourne Central clock and shot tower and the shot tower. Oh, it's a place that holds a lot of meaning for people that live here yeah i'm either not up to that or i just totally missed it oh wait no they didn't put it in i'm i only read like half hour spoilers for the story dlc they're putting it in later maybe they fucking did put it in i'm confused so i really want to okay maybe she's answering the first part that they couldn't that they weren't able to yeah no my my bad i fucked that up shout outs to fucking up love it uh, Dylan, for you, is there anything else you want to give a shout out to uh, about the game that you haven't mentioned yet? Uh, there was one part of the game you were frothing. Was it soundtrack? Shout outs. Oh, oh I said yeah. that already. Did you? Yeah, it's the soundtrack's fucking wicked. Um, it's so good, and each character kind of has their own sort of theme. So you would have, both of you probably would have noticed with like the young girl Ashley. She's just got like this very erratic theme and kind of matches mm. her you know the fact that she drinks like 16 shots of coffee a day and she's just like hard crashing and fucking screaming all the time throwing knives at people um and you know all the all the music's good there's you know somber sort of stuff there's upbeat sort of stuff and and all that and um one of my favorite bits for some reason was like at the end of um every episode where you get like the little crabs that kind of just like Talk nonsense, yeah, and like the song at that point, it's just like fucking awesome. But yeah, soundtracks are good. I chucked it on my Spotify as soon as I realised it was on there. Nice, yeah, good stuff. Uh, all right, while we're on the topic of anime, shout out to Postcodes as well. Oh, big shout outs, uh, Jordan. You've been playing a um, pardon me, excuse me, uh, an anime game. Uh, that I know that Adam was very keen for, but you, uh, Adam, you Adam was snuck in super, and got the... Yeah, he was super keen for it. Got the review code first. So, um, Adam is the website's weeb, so... He is. <laughs> well. But yeah, no, so I've been playing Fairy Tale. I'm actually uh, a bit of a fan of the anime series, much like Adam. Um, I never actually finished the series, but uh, I've watched most Big of it. Fan. Um, but funnily enough... This game picks up on pretty much exactly where I left off. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a like a nice little surprise for me. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it's a bit of a weird one. So 
if I had to sum it up in a phrase, it's a very cheaply made turn-based RPG. Nice. Um, so, what, so just for people, so it's like Final me, Fantasy thirteen. Um, I'd ask Adam, but he's not here. But what what actually is Love fairy Adam. tale? Uh, fairy tale is what's known as a shonen anime, which has you confused even more. Easiest comparison, yeah. like Dragon Ball Z. Except with a bit right, okay. less of a stupid power. Scale. Shonen anime is just like the normie stuff. Is there like an unbeatable character like Goku? Is, yes. Is it Goku or Gohan? It's uh, all of them. Let's not. I mean, they're not unbeatable, but yes, they're the key characters, so they always come out on top. But of the you've yeah, confused them by always... introducing more anime. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Go on. Yeah. But yeah, so it basically it just recounts the story from. I think it's like season five onwards or whatever in fairy tale, wherever the, uh, uh, I forgot the name. Grimoire Heart, that saga. Whenever that saga ends, that's where it picks up from. So if you're not a fan of the anime, don't buy it because it literally starts at the end of a saga and has you really confused going, what the fuck did I just come into? When I first started the game, I was like, did I miss something? Why am I here already? But mm. no, that's just how the game starts. Um, but yeah, it's just a run-of-the-mill turn-based JRPG with your standard exploring in different worlds. Uh, and yeah, it's honestly nothing special. I was kind of hating it until I got to the parts uh, in the anime where I hadn't seen yet. Then I was enjoying it because I enjoy the fairy tale story. Um, but a, f- a few things of note. Uh, it's very grindy. Uh there's no English uh, voiceover, which is fine-ish if you like the Japanese VA, which I'm fine with. Um, the PC version is very bad. Naturally, no ultra-white support. Uh, and, yeah, it's just an average game that's only really propped up by the good anime story. That's about it, really. There's like mm. no- nothing special to it. Which is a bit disappointing. Well, that's sad. Uh, uh, Adam's going to be distraught. But... Adam, he will be. He'll be. Uh... I, I might censor this just for his sake. He'll be very upset. Okay. All right. So you haven't written the review yet because it's still a few days away. But do you have a feeling what sort of score you're sitting on? Uh, if I had to guess right now, I'd probably say around a 6, 6.5. Okay. Than what I was expecting. I mean, like, it's not terrible. It's just not great. It's still fairly solid. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's mainly propped up by, once again, the, the story. Nice. Okay. Let's uh, go to Kieran, who's been... Hello. Uh, hello, who's been diving back into a, an old favourite. But uh, is it still an old favourite? What, what an intro. What an intro. I like that. Uh, you've been playing the intros. remake? Remake. Re- dis- yeah. Remaster cake. Remaster of- cake. Remakester. <laughs> Let's it. call it that. For um, destroy all humans, exclamation mark. It's um, got, got to have that exclamation mark in there. That's it, mate. Uh, so, yeah, this is... Uh, I actually never played this when I was a kid. So, when it first came is out... Is that I because didn't... you didn't know what an exclamation mark was? or That's it, mate. <laughs> uh, I only played games that had colons in it. Uh, no colon, no play. Big colon fan. 
that's what that's what they told me at school when they're calling their play. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, the the re what do you call it again? Re remakester. Remakester. Coining um, that is out today, which is Tuesday the twenty eighth of July. If I mm-hmm. the date, even I was looking at it. Um, yeah, so tell us about it. Uh, what did you make of it? What did I remake of it? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, yeah, it's another uh, THQ Nordique PS2 uh, reimagining, um, kind of similar to what they did not too long ago with the SpongeBob game. Um, well, PS2 era, I guess it was on the other platforms as well. Um, but yeah, it's a remake of a game uh, from 2005 where you basically play as an alien invader and you drop into different locations in 50s America and just terrorize people, um, which is something that at the time, uh, especially being roughly 15 years old, uh, was awesome. But uh, in 2020, maybe not as fun as as I would remember. Um, but uh, as far as being a, a remake or a remake stuff, um, they actually did the studio, I think it's called Black Forest Studios, they actually did a really good job um of of kind of updating not just the visuals, but like the actually the overall structure of the game and how the missions are presented and a lot of the objectives and missions and the controls and, and pretty much everything's been uh messed around with and, and sort of brought up to modern standards. So that like as a as a remake, it's actually quite impressive. Um You're impressive. Thank you. Uh but the source material definitely hasn't aged well enough, I think, for it to be worth playing, unless mm. you're like a massive, massive fan of the original. Because it just um, it just comes from it comes from a time where like, I guess like the the PS2 era GTA games were at their prime, so people were into games where you just ran around in open environments and just you know did exploded shit. shit and did dumb stuff and. Um, you know, the humor is also very 2005, so it kind of just doesn't, oh, so doesn't translate well. Borderlands. Well, it's exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so when you say that, is it like, cause I never played the original. So mm. is it like, is it like offensive stuff now or? So like- it's, yeah, it, it varies. Um, there's definitely some stuff that is like borderline offensive. Mm. Um, and they, they do have like a splash screen at the beginning of the game. That's just like. Hey, just heads up! Like, this is stuff from fifteen years ago. Uh, so, like, I guess that can't really be helped. But also, it's kind of a. I think I know one of the things I noted in my review is that, mm. like, at some points they actually added new voice lines to when you uh, when you brain scan civilians and stuff. You hear their inner thoughts, mm. and they're all just kind of these throwaway gags. Um, and they've they've like, as far as I can tell, there are new ones because they sound like new recordings. And I, I, I went back and tr- tried to play the same levels in the original and couldn't hear them. Um, so it's weird that they kind of did sort of add some stuff, but didn't go the, the whole way and just make more modern jokes to kind of fit in. Um, but yeah, like it's some of it, some of it is borderline offensive and some of it's just weird. Um, and I think like, like humor from that time is very mean, like mean spirited. Um, and you don't really get that anymore. And it's a bit like abrasive, I guess. Um, so it's a bit like Adam Sandler films. Yeah. I guess you could say that. It's a bit like the intro to this podcast. Yeah, no, but that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, like, 
if as a remake it's you know for for the most part really good and it's quite nice to look at as well and um they've kind of changed the way the open exploration parts work in in a better way but um yeah it's just not a game that is worth replaying i think now that i've replayed it so um this is there a story like like what sort of like yeah the... um the basically like the story is uh that you play as a, as an alien called cryptosporidium 137 uh and he's like the 137th of his line of aliens trying to head back down to earth and recover some dna from their species that is embedded in humans because at some point their alien species and humans fucked um nice. and basically like his <laughs> yeah no, like exactly like that you go to earth and there's aliens oh. fucking humans everywhere that's good um but yeah no like his his race is like a race of clones and their dna is degrading and humans have like their pure dna in them still or something oh, so it's, it's star wars uh i've never is it is that star wars <laughs> no <laughs> okay good um but yeah, like the the two main characters uh, are still quite good. Like the they're still quite funny, and their voice actors are um, very popular in like Cartoon Network kind of stuff. So, um, guy from Invader Zim, and then the guy from pretty much everything. Um, so they're 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 really good, and they're that side of things is a little bit better. But yeah, nice. Um just one last question how long is it um i think if you were just doing like the core missions maybe like eight to ten hours okay um and maybe like 15 ish if you were to go and do all the like it's got like all these optional challenges and stuff and some of them are pretty tricky but most of them are just kind of boring you're not gonna go for the platinum <sighs> i don't know probably not you want to don't you i kind of do because it like <laughs> I'd, I'd say I'm like fairly close to it, so yeah, maybe. Do it. Nice. We'll find out uh, next week. You were your final score was seven. Seven. Seven in in recognition of how good, like I said, how good it is as a remake. Like how much they actually put into attempting to make it feel like a modern game. Um, mm. It's just the source material that yeah hasn't aged as well. All right, so I've got to do. Actually, I do actually have one last question. We talk about uh, remakes, and is this a uh, like for like remake? Because you know how we uh, RE two a couple of years ago was you mm. know that, that sort of changed completely uh, in its in its remake. Is this is essentially the same game, just prettier? Yeah, it's in bet- okay. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, the, I think the way I put it in in the review as well is it kind of plays how you remember the game played. Um, and the levels are all there. The same levels are all there and the same missions are all there. Um, but they have chopped and changed certain things, um, to make it flow better. Okay. So yeah, like it's essentially the same game, but like edited. Nice. All right. Um, my turn. I'm up. Where should we start? We've got two absolute bangers to talk to you about today. <laughs> All right, so the first one is 
I'll do I'll do the preview. <clears throat> so the actually, let's just double check. The I'm not breaking embargo right here. Uh, let's talk about made made of scare first, and then I'll talk about the um, the other one. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing a horror game called Made of Scare. I think that, that's how you say it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's by Wales Interactive, who, uh, if you don't recently came that, under fire. <laughs> yeah, if you don't recognise that name, they're the um, the company that put out that Gamer Girl um, game trailer thingy that got absolutely shredded. Um, so yeah, that's them. Um, but yeah, so this game is essentially about uh, a Welsh folklore like tale. Um, I think this is actually a book or a series of books. Um, I have sort of seen it when I've Googled the name before that it comes up here being, being a book. But um, it's set in 1898 uh, in Welsh, I mean Welsh, in Wales. Um, yeah, and it's inspired by the haunting Welsh tale of Elizabeth Williams. Uh, this is a story of a family empire driven by torture, slavery, piracy, and a supernatural mystery that suffocates the grounds of the hotel. Uh, I was just reading off the uh, game's Steam page. There, uh, the coolest thing about this, so this game, is, we've spoken about it before on the, on the podcast, um, I think in one of the Jorts segments, but this game sort of caught my attention because I like horror games. Um, but also the, the writer for Soma um, is actually behind this game. So, you know, Soma was a fucking sweet game. Um, I figured, well, if he's, well, they, if they're involved, um, this should be pretty good. Um, unfortunately, uh, this game fucking sucks uh, massively, and I hate it. I hate this game. I hate it more than I want to hate it because there are parts of it that I actually like, but I hate Oof. playing it. Um so for full disclosure, I actually haven't finished it yet because uh, I'm A, part stuck, uh, B, too lazy to go back and try and figure out where I'm stuck to, to finish it because I, C, hate, hate playing it. Um, it's a glowing indictment. Yeah, so you, you basically, you, you're, you play a game, and, and this is another, did you find this weird how the main character that you play isn't voiced at all, but the character that, who you speak to on the phone all the time, Elizabeth, is voiced? Did you find that strange? Yeah. Yeah, it's jarring. It is a little bit jarring, isn't it? Because it's, like, you've got, like, you're playing, I feel like if you're going to have that uh, silent character, you may as well have them play as yourself kind of thing. Um, but because you're playing as a character called Thomas, who doesn't fucking speak, um, and it's this sort of love story as well. So there's no real, you don't really feel any sort of connection kind of between Thomas or Elizabeth. So basically Elizabeth is in this hotel called this, I think it's called the scare hotel, excuse me. And Thomas has gone there on a train to sort of see what's going on. Cause I think they're about to get married, but her father, has denied it um, or doesn't want her to get married. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's gone to this hotel and he's arrived and it's all, you know, as usual, it's um, shit's gone fucked up. Um, yeah, and it's, so it's first-person stealth horror, so, you know, like the thousand other games of those that you've played before. Um, 
and basically when you get there she tells you you have to get these four cylinders that I believe you have to put into this like piano or something to like play this song that will then lift the curse or whatever the fuck is going on in in the hotel um and I think yeah like inside the first like maybe hour did you find the first cylinder uh Cause, yeah cause you played a bit of it yeah so it's in the little church section yeah uh which is like in the first half an hour hour of the game um so the first the first bit of it is pretty uh uh basic you, you know they're like there's no enemies or no you sort of explore the hotel and kind of you know uh, get used to the controls and all that sort of stuff and i mean it's pretty pretty simple really um yeah, and then then you find one of the one of the cylinders, and then obviously you you have to go and find the other three cylinders. And there's a lot of um, I, I, yeah, I'll call them puzzles, but they're like sort of Resident Evil kind of puzzles where you got to find keys to unlock uh, you know certain doors, or you got to um, there's another puzzle where to unlock uh, an elevator, you have to get all the pieces of the family crest kind of thing to piece together to unlock the you know. So it's kind of like puzzles like that. Um, so, you know, they require a lot of exploration to find stuff to put together um, to make the, um, you know, the solution. So, yeah, you got to find these four cylinders. Uh, you find one pretty, pretty early on. And then the game kind of, it feels like it funnels you down this path, right? Um, and a good game will uh, give you the tools you need to sort of solve the puzzles or find the pieces that you need along the way. Um, this game does a terrible, terrible job at that. Um, cause I got to, like, I know where all the cylinders are. Like I found all, I mean, eventually you actually find like you find a thing in the hotel that tells you where they all are. Um, but I'd come across, um, uh, one of them in the gardens cause you actually, the game for, for like, basically gets you to go outside um to then come back inside and you go through all the gardens and this like outside area uh and i came across this cylinder and there's a puzzle there that uh that i think i know what the solution is it's just how do i actually solve it um and i spent i reckon a good hour fucking around with and i've got like a little bit of paper with all these different combinations that i've tried um to solve this puzzle um, and I just can't, and I like, I, I don't even know if I'm doing it right because the game gives you no, uh, environmental clues or like, there's no lore. Like there's a bit of lore that you pick, like, like that you pick up, you know, the notes and shit, but nothing sort of, um, tells you like the answer to this puzzle. Uh, and there's another puzzle like that sort of, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to just keep going. So I went back inside and now in order to get that cylinder, I'm going to have to go, I'm going to have to backtrack all the way through the fucking gardens and shit and I'm like I can't be asked on that but um there's another puzzle that's very very similar to that with it's like um the beer like a like a beer taps in um in like a pub so there's one missing so you and then you find this beer tap then you have to basically pull them down in a in the right order to unlock this door and again there is no information at least that I could find there's no anything I could see that uh tells you what gives you any kind of clue as to how you would solve this puzzle so again i spent i don't know 20 minutes or so and um this one was a bit easier because i knew that there was obviously a sequence to pulling down these 
levers so uh, eventually I just fucking got it right um, so yay uh, so I was able to prog- progress I think that's when I messaged you Kieran and I was like fuck this game I can't figure out where the f- how the fuck to do this puzzle um, mm. but yeah and then uh, sort of as you could go outside you kind of get you meet these enemies and you and you obviously see that there's like rituals and shit going on in this uh, you know there's some, been some evil stuff going on in this, in this um, area and yeah there's like um, I don't know if you call them demons but they're they kind of look like Scarecrow from Batman um, yeah like that but yeah, and they're 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 blind, so they can't see you. They 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 know you're there by hearing um, you move and stuff like that. And there's they're just like they're at first they kind of you're like oh, okay, this is kind of kind of cool, kind of intimidating. Because still in the first little bit of the game, I was like, this is kind of cool. This is a bit creepy. You know, it's got it's got a cool vibe. And the idea behind the game about Welsh like a Welsh folklore kind of thing it's actually like really cool like that's why that's probably the biggest reason i was keen on the game but yeah eventually they just become a pain in the ass um and they're everywhere as well there's you kind of get no respite or you kind of feel like every fucking hallway you go down there's someone there there's no and they uh, i mean it's cool that they kind of do this but you go into like other rooms and they'll come they'll come into these doors and these other rooms so the only rooms that you're safe in are like the safe rooms where you save and stuff which is kind of like a bit like Resident Evil as well um, but yeah it's just it's just basically a lot of that it's the same old game you've played before um, and the story like the setting is kind of cool but the story itself is I, I've not I'm not I have no interest whatsoever in whether this Elizabeth chick lives or dies at the moment <clears throat> like I couldn't, that's rude um but yeah, I mean, you do get there's there there is a little tool that you do get sort of early on. Um, it's like a telephonic modulator thing um, that basically you get like these cartridges and you put them in the, the the little telephonic thing and you push it and it basically fries their brains for a period of time and you can <clears throat> walk around kind of undetected. Um, that's pretty much the extent of the gameplay. There is a kind of like a boss uh, chase scene um to get one of the keys because yeah, you come to this part and he steals his key like right in front of you and you're like fuck he's he's massive so i was using all these i fucking hammered him with these like telephonic like modulator things because i hardly used any and he went through like seven of them and did nothing i was like okay um i have no idea like how to beat this guy <clears throat> a bit of, uh, once again i kind of i stumbled upon like the answer and um yeah, and then, and this is like a perfect example of you've just had this hectic, manic sort of sequence, um, and then you know you get the key off him, and then pretty much the next minute he's fucking back and he's chasing you all over the fucking top level of this building, and you're just like, just give it a rest, mate. Like honestly, just I beat you once, just <laughs> give it up, nap. just give it up, mate. Like because. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's those frustrating little bits like that, you know. I don't mind those boss fight sequences like that. It'd be nice to kind of know how, how I'm meant to fucking beat him, but in the end I figured it out. But, yeah. Um, just get good. I hate it. Uh, whether I go on to, to finish it, I don't know. I probably might still review it, but 
um, I'm going to see how I feel because right now I'm going to focus on other stuff because it pretty much ate my entire weekend of of gaming. Um, That's sad. At, uh, and like I, I, like I was pretty keen for. It. I did. You know, I didn't have a hu- super high expectations, but um, I thought it wasn't going to suck. But I'd say it's hovering around a four at the moment. Um, Love so, it. Yeah, the embargo for the, for that drops tonight. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what other people think, whether I'm just shit at the game or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just yeah. Overall, it's first first person stealth. That you, uh, sorry, stealth horror that you played before, and it's just not done very well. Like it tries to do some cool things, but yeah, it just doesn't execute them uh, overly well. Um, so shout outs to Made of Skirt and Wales Interactive for that absolute treat. Um, second game, and I'll run through this one very quickly because it's only preview. Uh, I had access to the Peaky Blinders game which is called, let me just double-check the name. I think it's Peaky Blinders Mastermind. Quaidus in uh, New York. Peaky Blinders <laughs> Mastermind. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it's Peaky Blinders Mastermind. And when I kind of heard, oh, yeah, there's a Peaky Blinders game, I was like, yeah, this could be sweet. This could be, you know, I really, really like the, the show, so it'd be cool to kind of play a game. But the game is not really what I was expecting. Even from the trailers, I thought, okay, it looks kind of like Peaky Blinders meets Hotline Miami. Um, but it's not really like that at all. It's more like Peaky Blinders meets Metal Gear Solid VR missions. Um, Is that good or so, bad? <laughs> sneaky uh, Blinders. It's, it's uh, yeah, Sneaky Blinders. I was actually looking for, for a good for a good little uh, go. pun tag, and that's actually quite a good one. Um, that's actually really fucking good. Uh, You're welcome. So, yeah, that one for yeah, free. It's it's like that. Uh, what, what do you what do you, do you call that isometric or top down? It's probably more isometric because it's on it's on, like on the angle. But yeah, you, you, I my mean, whole life is car- isometric. All the characters are drawn <laughs> to um, are drawn uh, as they are in, in the TV show. There's no voice acting, which is fine because the the writing is ninety percent like spot on. Like when you if you've seen the show and you and you read the dialogue, you can definitely uh, hear. Tommy or Arthur or Polly, you know, saying these things. There is the odd time where you go, um, uh, that's a little bit strange, but, you know, that's probably the that sort of discrepancy between the writers of a video game versus the actual show. Um, that would be a super shit call if it was actually the show writers that have written the game. Um, but, yeah, basically the game is a sneak fest. So um, you... Each each mission's like it's it's like a time it's like uh, it's kind of hard hard to explain but it's like life is strange meets Peaky Blinders meets Metal Gear Solid VR missions that's basically this game here so you yeah you, you have a mission you have uh, gold silver and bronze times and so the first mission in the game for example is I have to go steal the champagne off off one of the other gangs or one of the people um, and basically you can't get seen. You get seen, you got to go back. But there's a rewind function, you see, in that it's very, it's it's a puzzle sort of game. So um, you need to use, you need to uh, like, you can play as multiple characters. So you switch between different characters, and you got to kind of uh, bribe um, other people in the in in the world to like unlock doors and shit for you. And when you're sort of um, so you you play out a scene right where you know you want this key, so you bribe a guy to get a key, um, 
and then you have to rewind it. Actually, no, sorry, playing as the keys, uh, sorry, the key part's probably the wrong example, but there's like, where you've got to crank op open a door, right? Um, and there's two of you, so you have to sort of do like a switch. So you crank open a door, you rewind it, you play as the second character, let the first character play through their, their actions, walk through the door, um, you know, like that kind of stuff. So it's all about playing with time and, um, yeah, and, and the uh, enemies or whatever, like they have cones of vision, so you need to just not be seen by those cones of vision. So you could be standing literally right next, next to somebody, but if their cone of vision doesn't see you, um, you know, then you then like you're all good. And Ada, you'll be able to distract guards with Ada. Um, and then kind of you, uh, the the previews only based on the first three levels. Uh, I think I have access to more because it loaded up the fourth level when I beat um, the third one, but I kind of quit out after that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and there's like, like you can pull across like trolleys of shit to block their vision and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's just basically like a time, a time like a time run, like sorry, like a, a speed run kind of, kind of thing where you got to get through the, the level as soon as possible um, without being seen pretty much. There's no... At least as, as of yet, there's no combat from what I've played. Um, and I don't, I don't know if there will be. Maybe there is in the later ones, uh, but I can't talk about those anyway. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not what I was expecting. And there's kind of that, that, that tonal disconnect a little bit because because if you... Has everyone here seen Peaky Blinders? No. I've seen tiny bits. Nope. But yeah. Okay, but you do know any? Do you know anything about it? So it's nope. sort of like uh, they're like <coughs> gang, yeah, you know, super duper gang. By the gang. order of the Peaky fucking Blinders, yeah. that so, shit. Yeah. You know, if you would, if you had that sort of hotline Miami Miami feel to it, it would kind of make a sense because you, know, you know they do. You know, they're quite violent people in the in the show, like when they need to be, of course. Um, but here, would, it just kind of feels like that sneaky. violence causes video games. That's exactly correct. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, and here there's, well, I mean, as of yet, there's no sort of violence or there's no combat, so it kind of feels weird sneaking around as Tommy Shelby when he's like, you know, the fucking bad bitch of this fucking TV show. Um, and he, you know, he's, yeah, so it's, there's, it's kind of odd in that sense. Um, but it seems fine. It, I mean, I, yeah, it didn't blow me away in the first three um, levels. It's, I mean, it is cool. Like there is in the third level that I played, there's a like a puzzle where you, like you got to play with time like a lot, um, and there's a yeah you got to there's like a three piece puzzle. So I'm sort of interested to see how they um, how that evolves over the you know in the next part of the game. But um, it definitely makes you think. Like it, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's basically it's not it's not the kind of Peaky Blinders game I thought I would be seeing. Uh, but it's fine. It's yeah, it's fine. So um, there should be a preview up whenever. I don't think the, the embargo is like. Oh, I didn't check that actually. I was, I was meant to check it. Oh, fuck it. Whatever. Um, yeah. Shoutouts to. Uh, I actually don't even know who makes this game. Wow. Um, <laughs> Scott Morrison. Uh, it is made by. Uh, look at the Steam page. It took, took me an, just over an hour. Uh, sorry, just under an hour and 20 minutes to beat the three levels. Uh, it's made by Future Lab or Future Lab. But yeah. Um, if you're into, into Piggy Blinders, check it out. 
but uh, yeah. That's nice. all from me for Peaky Blinders. Um, all right, let's uh, let's whip through the news and then we'll probably tackle the biggest news thing of the week, which is the um, the Xbox Showcase. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. PS Plus games have been announced for August. It is. Fall Guys, which we spoke about just before, uh, Kieran is pretty keen, and that, that's actually a ripping game to be um, um, PS Plus. Mm. It's, yeah, that just uh, launched, dude. Yeah, because it's oh, it has it's not out yet. Yeah, it's releasing. Yeah, August August fourth. Um, so it's basically yeah, which, doing the whole Rocket League thing. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what it's one hundred percent doing the Rocket League thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I'm keen to play this. I did. <laughs> I did get a code over the weekend um, and I said uh, to to certain someone that I'd, I'd play later but um, and you never did the invite never came <laughs> I didn't realise it was um, like in beta um, I, right. for some reason I, 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 for some reason I thought it was just like like a review copy of the game kind of thing um, so I just figured it'd just be it'd just be there and then yeah it's, it's not there anymore <laughs> um so yeah, uh, and also Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, uh, the campaign remastered or something. Yeah, which is available uh, to download now. Is uh, oh really? Yeah. As part of, I'm yeah, keen for that. To be honest, I was going to buy that. So uh, there you go. Save you thirty five bucks. Yeah, boy. So that's that's uh, out now. Uh, in other droppings onto the PSN, uh, Cuphead is looks like it's coming very soon. If not. When you wake up one morning, it's just going to be there. Um, and by the time this podcast goes out, we'll know the answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Kieran, you saw this. Did you actually see this or did you spot it online? It was on uh, Resetera, Resetera, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love it. Somebody spotted it on the UK PSN store ah. as a little tile in their little new release section. And then obviously, they've done that. PSN likes to do that a lot where stuff pops up early that you can't click on yet. Mm. Um, but yeah. And then I I uh, did my own digging and went onto the Australian PSN store and there was a, a blank tile where that should have been. Mm. So it definitely went up at some point and was taken down. Yeah. Um, have, we, have we all played Cuphead? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, have we all finished Cuphead? Yep. Yes. No. Yeah, neither. I've, I've only passed the first level. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I'll probably, I'll probably play it on PS4 now because I still get the platinum. Yeah, um, boy. Yeah. That was actually one game I thought maybe I might pledge like early on, like when we were thinking about our pledges, and I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to be that guy no. that pledges Cuphead and then can't finish because <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard." No, nah, you're the you're the one you're the one that can't beat the fucking tutorial, mate. <laughs> hey. Hey. He beat the hey. tutorial. Yeah, beat the tutorial. I mean, I got the trophy for that one. Yeah. <laughs> It sticks that he can't beat. No, I get a message, get a message from Zach saying, like, how do you get through this puzzle? Yeah. And oh, it's well, like, it's don't get hit. And then you just so, go, jump. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of that, and shout outs to uh, Dylan from uh, Explosion Network, but I was messaging oh, him about... two shout outs in one show. I was messaging him about Made of Scare. Good old shout um, And I was like, fuck this fucking puzzle bullshit. And he's like, why don't you message Kieran? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, yes. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Dylan from Explosion Network. Three, mate. Shout out to Dylan. From three in a row. Network. Yeah. Fuck. 
The trilogy of shoutouts. Uh, so Kojima and Jun- Junji Ito. Jun- Junji. Oh, Junji Ito. Uh, yeah. Are maybe going to work together. Um, That's exciting stuff. I did see this online, and I was like, I don't know who that is, but this sounds kind of looks like it's big news. He's a very um, prominent manga writer slash artist. Uh, who I think if you saw his work, uh, you'd probably recognize it. It's very, uh, very creepy, very mm. like body horror, yeah. He made gore, no shock Pico. horror stuff. Um, it's very what? cool and a perfect match to the kind of horror that Kojima was kind of leaning towards with PT. I think uh, very unsettling and and yeah. Hopefully, the gameplay was going to be better. Wow, aren't you funny? Oh, mate, that game just... See, that that game reminds me of Made of Scare. Now you've gone and brought it back up again. Because that game gave you no fucking tools on how to beat those puzzles. Anyway, that's I, I don't, don't want to get into another rant. Um, but yeah, so this is a reading from Hideo... Uh, sorry, from Press Start. Um, Hideo Kojima apparently wants to make a horror game with Junji Ito. Uh, earlier today, we reported on a rather interesting discovery in the PC version of Death Stranding. You can check that out here, blah, blah, blah. During an interview at Comic Con 2020, when asked if he was currently working on any video game projects, renowned Japanese horror mangaka, 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 whatever, Junji Ito revealed that he had recently been contacted by Kojima to collaborate on an unannounced horror title. I do know, this is a quote, sorry, I do know director Kojima, and we have been in conversation that he may have a horror based game that he may be doing and so he has invited me to work on that but there are no details on it yet uh exciting yeah yeah i think so okay um nice <laughs> uh last bit of news we'll flog through is the ps5 appears to be customizable in regards to color maybe um the face saucy the faceplates um, look like they detach if a couple of leaked photos online um, are to be believed. But I mean, if um, you're not afraid from hearing the snap, then yeah, it's all detachable. It does. It would, <laughs> it would worry you, wouldn't it? But surely. Um, I well, they did it with the launch PS4s, so it makes sense. Oh, with that little bit of yeah. Colorful... <laughs> and so, that like, is... whoever it was from Sony did say that it'll be a super customizable system in some way mm. i hope that this means that they can just be taken off to be honest oh and just and just, just have, have like a, the little a, dvd player a, that's in the middle have it nude yeah i'd be down for that See, i'd be down for the be detachable because then i can put um anime girls on mine so nice be great um Get well played teal, blue. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that this is uh, from Press Start, but it's probably all over the internet by now. You've probably seen it. Um, it was captured from a Chinese message board, um, but the thread has been removed. Apparently, uh, I actually did go to that um, that link, that message board, and I was like, I didn't know it was Chinese until I clicked into it, and I was like, fuck, I can't read Chinese. Um, Maybe you should see the <laughs> like I see the pictures, uh, and that looks like it's customizable. Uh, and then that was it. But um, cool. 
and yeah that's all the news let's get into probably the next bit we'll probably go through it pretty quickly because it's been uh it'll be a, a week old by the time you listen to this but you still want to hear our hot takes i know you do um all right who watched the xbox showcase xbox games showcase sorry i should say yep 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 all of it because i will admit yeah, i haven't seen I all did, of yeah. it um, she'd be like, um, I, I was <clears> up at two o'clock. We knew that. That's right. Cause I was, no, I didn't know that. Did I know that? That's why I messaged you that night and you were like, what? And I was like, bruh, <laughs> you're in fucking bed, mate. What are you doing? Yeah, mate. Um, see, I didn't have to work that day, but I was like, mm, two o'clock. It's just, if it was midnight, like, and I had to stay up until two o'clock, like I'd do that. But 2am until three o'clock, 3.30, nah, just, Nah. Not on a work day, bro. Plus, I want to me. get. I mean, I want to get up early and enjoy myself. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, the showcase had a little bit of a uh, little bit of foreplay before it got into the big stuff. Um, a couple of games were announced in that, but I don't actually remember what they were. So, shout outs to those games. XO One, I think, was one of them. Well, that might be the font we use. Maybe it's both. Um, <laughs> okay. Where, where did I divulge well played secrets? <laughs> was that the game? Yeah, yeah. XO one. No, XO is just the font. Sorry. Um, yeah. So XO one was uh, announced during the pre-show, and I wish I could remember the other pre-show titles, but I don't. Maybe we don't. We'll uh, we'll circle back to them. The oh, anyway, so they, they they kicked off with Halo Infinite, which is easily the, probably their biggest draw card for this. Um, and they did say that we were going to get a, a good look at the future of Halo. Um, and they did did they just before we get into the games and stuff? Did did they ever in your memory uh, build this as like an Xbox Series X kind of? Um, showcase or was it just a first party showcase well they said it's the Xbox games showcase but this far out Mm. from launching the consoles Mm. it's kind of fair to expect it all to be on the console that they're releasing because you want to they were just pegging it as like what the Xbox game studios are doing alright cool because we'll we'll get into that um, when we sort of give our final thoughts uh halo infinite jordan you're probably the biggest halo fan here how did infinite uh sit with you oh i am very conflicted there are some things that i absolutely love like the return to a more classic art style because halo 5's art style was bad um but then there are just some other things i know that there are some things that are you know that it's still a work in progress so you can forgive it like the texture pop in and the lighting issues um but then there are other things like because the gameplay is based off of halo 5's gameplay which is built around the enhanced movement capabilities and the aiming down sights a lot of the gunplay feels quite flat just by looking at it i'm not sure how to feel when you actually play it um <coughs> yet um i'm really really not happy with the decision for an open world just because mm. even from a technical it was an open world though or yeah, just an open did. like okay um 
And even from a technical standpoint, it was the wrong decision to make because you don't get light mapping with open worlds because they're doing a day-night cycle. Um, but there are some other things which I, I really liked. Like, I actually really liked that, that grappling hook thing that they showed. I liked that you could interact with like the hazard the hazardous environmental objects and stuff like that and even little details like the brutes being able to throw the grunts at you i thought that was all fantastic um but overall i'm, I'm still very 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 keen uh and like i said it's hard to actually gauge what the game will be like in a technical standpoint because from what i've been hearing it's an old build as well like a very old build which wouldn't surprise me because it was like january wasn't it yeah it's like, um, yeah, because I know developers are marketing buttheads all the time in this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm still very, very excited for it. Uh, it made me quite happy that they didn't even mention the plot lines from Halo 5. They went with uh, the Banished, which are from Halo Wars 2. Very happy about that because Halo 5's plot lines were bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I am very excited to see see this one come out nice uh what did um kieran are you a bit of a halo fan i can't i can't remember no no i didn't didn't think so but i was like maybe he's played the og ones i've played halo 2 back in the day in co-op like going around mates places and playing split screen um so like i played through the campaign of that but like that's my only experience with halo um but yeah uh, Dylan, you... I've played you, you... three hours of Halo in my life. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I want to yeah. like it, but I I just n- never saw the appeal. Okay. So I'm trying to have a look at that. I'm more of it like if I'm a Gears person, not a Halo person. All right. I've, uh, I've finished four and I played uh, maybe half of five. Five was kind of a bit bum. Um, okay, so it's four if you ask Jordan. I didn't mind 4. Four, I didn't mind 4. 4 was solid. Oh. I mean, you know, there are a couple like missteps, but overall it was a good first attempt from 343. 5 is just bum. Except the multiplayer. Mm, yeah. The multiplayer is good. Because um, I only got the... I only bought a 360 off a of mate um, when 4 came out, or right before 4 came out. So yeah, that was like the, uh, the first sort of game that I've ever played of Halo because I never really had the opportunity before but this one yeah I, yeah, I don't know didn't really do much for me um, I'll probably what because it's about Halo 4 didn't do much for you oh right no I'm talking about Halo I know Inf- Chuck I Jordan know. <laughs> oh, I'm confused you confused me um, yeah this didn't yeah didn't didn't grab me by the uh, the balls but uh, I mean I'll, I'll play it Maybe. Um, might even sign up to the Game Pass just to give it a try. Um, graphics, are, I don't quite... Yeah, I mean, you've we've said... Uh, sorry, you've said that it's an old build, but I didn't think it would look... I don't know, it looks... old. Yeah. Uh, well, it just looks again, flat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, a lot of that has to do with the lighting. Yeah. It's just like they just chose weird things to show, yeah, or like just made bad choices in like the time of day and the environment and stuff that they showed off because 
like Jordan said, like it is fully dynamic lighting and stuff, which can look amazing in certain circumstances, but then in others, like it's just, just yeah. flat. It, it just doesn't look empty... like a next gen game. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it just it's such an empty skybox, which is a departure from the norm for Halo, which is generally has quite, you know, busy and pretty skyboxes. This one was just a couple of clouds and a sun. Mm. Do you think? I mean, I know that they've they've said that it won't impact it but do you think that maybe this game being developed around like the lowest common denominator um has had an impact in that kind of way i I actually i actually just read an article that said yes it did impact the visuals a bit but Mm. not its overall scope yeah because i mean like there's going to be patches and stuff for different platforms like you know if you get the series x you'll get that enhanced patch or whatever the with and and the ray tracing is, coming the out smart patch or something or smart delivery um, yeah no, i was just trying to make a smart joke but failed the dumb joke um but yeah just yeah like as kieran said it just didn't look like a next gen game to me um and i think that kind of sums up xbox's uh show and maybe their strategy that they're not it's not as uh, you know it's not as defined as what playstations is you know this this is current gen this is next gen you know as we've all seen for them it's all about the service now i think that was yeah you know well i was going to touch on this at the end but yeah i think that became quite clear um during the show that they're pivoting away from that sort of style of strategy yeah um, it almost feels like it almost feels like they are heading into a, a new generation but not for like another two years and they, they, mm. they bring out the hardware early almost but even, but even then it's like yeah I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss yeah. this uh, in a sec let's just uh, we'll talk about the, the main ones for a little bit and then we'll kind of power through the um, the lesser ones As Dusk Falls uh, I didn't actually watch this but I've read about it and it actually sounds really cool um Anyone here have any thoughts on As Dusk Falls? Yeah, so I watched this, and the more I watched it, I was like, this game looks cool, but it isn't the game for me, but I really like the ideas behind it. It's like, it was nice to see something so different mm. as an Xbox game, because for a long time, Xbox has just been shooty man bros and cars. <laughs> yeah. Shooty and um, shooty car bros and mans. Pretty much. And from what I'm reading or hearing, it deals with a, uh, with like racism a little bit and stuff like that. Um, is that what I'm? Am I hearing that correctly? Am I am I reading that correctly? Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I like I I remember watching the trailer, but I honestly don't remember like story details. Mm. Maybe um, I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm getting that wrong, which, keep- which could be. Could Keep be, politics uh, out of games, mate. That's it, mate. Um, just having a quick Google. No, that's, I'm getting. You know, I'm not. I'm not getting much. So I think I might have actually made that up. Um, love that. Anyway, let's. Uh, Dylan, you anything about this game? Dylan's cool. dead. Cool. Um, is he not there? Uh, I didn't care about it. Thanks, mate. Um, I just—I honestly just don't even remember it. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Then we went. Uh, then we got the new. Well, th- this is also this uh, wrap up that I'm reading is probably not in actual order. Um, this is just how we've written it. So, so else. Uh, Avowed, which is the new game from Obsidian, uh, that basically mm. looks like Skyrim. Or I'm whatever. really keen for this. I love Obsidian. Yeah. I love that Obsidian have just gone like, oh, they're not making good Fallout games or, or any more Elder Scrolls. We'll just make them. I, I love yeah. that. You know, it's such a big fuck you to Bethesda. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that they get this out before the Elder Scrolls 6 because it'll yeah. inevitably Surely. be better. Surely. Like, I reckon, like, didn't Pete Hines... I think they might. Is? Todd Evans, whatever his name is. No, he's Todd like, Howard? Yeah. Todd, Ev- Todd, Todd, Todd Evans. Peter Evans. Who's Todd Evans? <laughs> Pete Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. He'd call is he, is he, he the Mike Kitchen Rules guy? Yeah, with his $6,000 yeah. yeah. fucking space <laughs> dildo or whatever it is he's got. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. So didn't... Uh, Todd Howard? Bethesda. Yeah, whatever. Say that... I think it was Pete Hines. Didn't he say that they're like... It's like 10 years away or something? It would probably be Todd Howard. He's the one that's more involved in the development side no, of Bethesda. Sure it was, no, I'm pretty sure it was Big, big Petey. Maybe because usually Pete's only talking about. Why don't you the Google? That's what we do on the podcast. That's yeah. it, Matt. Go, um, Pete Hines, Elder Souls, right, Elder right. Scrolls Six. Pete Hines, how good to beat? Years away. Let's have a look. See what comes up. He makes but good. Elder Scrolls Six is years away, according to Bethesda's Pete Hines. Thank you very Pete, much. There you go. Okay. See, I talk about stuff. Sometimes I get them right. I want baked beans. Like <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, but yeah, avowed. Uh, again, cinematic trailer. Fucking what cinematic trailers? What do you, you think uh, they learn? If they you love have them. a stab in the dark, Jordan, how many years until we see this? Um, I wouldn't say too long to be honest, because I wouldn't be surprised if they're this uh, year launch title confirming it here on the podcast. No, it's already say, out. Shadow dropped. <laughs> I, <laughs> now I'd say two, three years maybe. Okay, because um, yeah. So from the other thing that. Bethesda sort of said is that they want to tackle and punt out fucking Star Starfield Field Starfield before Garfield for that anyway but yeah this looks I mean yeah this looks fine it's not probably my kind of game but it looks interesting enough and uh, it's, it's not great same it's in the same world as Pillars of Eternity Greedfall <laughs> it's not Greedfall that's why <laughs> I think the name's fucking done though sorry um, Avowed or Greedfall both names are kind of dumb, actually, but um, I think Avowed's a bit dumber. Um, anyway, uh, then we, uh, at the very, very end of the show, their big encore that everyone kind of knew was coming or hoped was coming was Fable, um, which is a reboot being done by Playground Games, who did Forza Horizon, I think. Correct. Um, <clears throat> which confirms that they're not actually working on a brand new um, RPG. Well, I guess they are working on a brand new RPG, but... Um, a lot of people hoped or believed that their job listing being uh, a brand new RPG was like a new IP and that, but... Um, See, I actually no. think it's smart for them to be doing uh, like a reboot RPG because they're not well-versed in creating something like this. So the fact that they're rebooting something means they have building blocks to go off of. But is that... Because... Uh, I mean, I've, again, I've, I've never played Fable, so don't people love Fable, the franchise? Yes. Okay, so why would you get a... Um, this, I'm just countering your... I'm playing Devil's Advocate right here. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. How predictable. 
I knew you'd love that one. Um, why would you get uh, an inexperienced in RPG terms to 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 reboot one of your biggest franchises? Because this game's already <clears throat> has already had its problems with uh, Lionheart. I don't know, Lionhead. Um, didn't they get the get the chop? They did. And this yeah. game got yeah got. They axed the head. Um, nice. So yeah, you know that kind of people want this game and this series to like to be good. So why? Um... Well, it, it's more likely that you'll get a good Fable game out of these guys than a brand new RPG, like a good but... brand new RPG, because like I said, they have the building blocks to mm. base their new systems off of. They can look at yeah. the previous games and go, "Here's what worked," and they can look at the ones that flopped and go, "Here's what didn't mm. work." I'm just thinking of it more like if you get um, a first-time RPG dev and they fuck it up completely. At least if it's a new, if it's a, if it's a new IP, you kind of you haven't lost much apart from probably shitload of money. But I think here with Fable, if if, if this game is to tank hypothetically, um, you know, I think that Fable it'll tank less probably... with the name though because people will still buy yeah. it. Yeah, mm. it probably sell more if it's a shit Fable game than a half decent game that people don't know but it, about but it, but is that what you want though it's, it's oh, microsoft it's, xbox if, if it, oh, <laughs> shit at least it's gonna sell all right i mean they made crackdown three <laughs> yeah okay you got me there um cool uh so yeah who's keen for fable reboot i'm keen to see what it's like yeah i like the first couple of fable games Mm. There's a bit. It's a bit hard to be keen for anything because yeah, we just don't Again, know cinematics. Absolutely nothing. I feel like this had a very uh, Elder Scrolls Six announcement. Just we're making it. Yeah, it's probably Pete Evans way. was there, being like, <laughs> "It's going to take a while." <laughs> was, we're still. Manu was it. there. The whole fucking crew was there. It was a vibe. Um, all right. Uh, I've never played a Fable game ever. I'm, I, watched, I'm, I watched a mate play it. He was kicking heads in a forest. It looked like fun. Is it first person or is it third person? Third. Okay, yeah. cool. So I'm. Um, I'm. You make your own like custom character. It's very like a, it's a very uh, greedful. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a very like choice driven. Okay. Game. I'm keen. I'll give it a crack. I, I like a bit of magic. Um, yeah, you do. I do. All right, Forza Motorsport, uh, uh, cars, reboot. I, fucking, I love how they were, they were like, no. yeah. They're rebooting Disney's cars. No, see, I'm, when, when I looked at Forza Motorsport, it almost felt to me as if they're doing a, um, like, instead of doing release after release. A they're service. Just, they're yeah. just doing, yeah, service, one yeah. game that they're constantly building on. Probably, yeah. Which I think is Forza probably a better, a, a better idea. Yeah, they said which for would... Infinite they want it to last 10 years. And that would help with... um. Game Pass too, you know, because it's yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, that would be, be easy. You just build on top of it. I think that's their end game, really, is just to yeah. less games, but charge yeah. people to continue to play them less games as they go pass. on. Um, yeah, but I just love how love they were like, obviously off the back of the amount of shit they showed that wasn't gameplay and stuff last time. They were like, "All right, you're about to see like Forza in engine." Uh, you're going to see it, blah, blah, blah. And it was like 15 seconds of like pre-recorded cars in like just going on tracks. It wasn't like gameplay or like it didn't look like Maybe it, it represented so a game at all. That you just can't believe that it was gameplay. Yeah, no. Is that going to be the new slogan? I can't believe it's not gameplay. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe I can't believe it is gameplay. 
There you go. You ever realise, like, car game trailers, they just, they fucking, they absolutely love, like, the CGI of just, like, a warehouse with, like, all the cars in it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's half that's the game. Fucking, that's the bread and butter, mate. They love that's that the shit. That's the loading screens. That's it, mate. All right. Yeah, they get uh, around it like nobody's let's, business. Let's start pumping through these little little things. Uh, Everwild, which is Rare's yep. new game. I haven't Fucking keen. This, so this looks awesome. But I've heard that, that Rare don't even know what they're doing with this game yet. So They don't, no. Yeah, I have heard that this that people are very keen on this, but have no idea what it is. It just looks all right. <laughs> it yeah, just looks like, cool. Visually, it just looks cool. I don't like whatever it ends up being is whatever. And I'm just happy that I'm just happy that Rare's not making like Connect Adventures anymore. Like obviously they made Sea of, Thri- sea of Thieves, but like they're making something else. When it, when it is, though. Is, yeah, it's basically it might just be <laughs> Sea of Thieves on land. I can't really? wait for More. Um, when they announce the release. That'll be Everwild Connect Adventures. No, um, I'm it's also probably not going to come out for like three years. They didn't show off any Battletoads. What the fuck's happening with that game? Yeah, see, I think half the world, rec- like, half the people that actually know that that game exists thinks it's already out. But just, like, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Uh, and then we got some footage for, uh, oh, sorry, the official campaign reveal trailer for the Crossfire X campaign, um, which is the old multiplayer game um, yeah. that's also been given a campaign by Remedy. Mm. Yeah, um, and um, so I actually read the press start preview for it today and apparently mm. this trailer does not do it justice at all yeah mm. it's compl- like totally misrepresentative of what it is i haven't seen the trailer so i couldn't yeah. um i think the way couldn't... shannon described it shout out to shannon it was a Future. basically first person control yeah which, which sounds awesome it does sound awesome I have no yeah i'm super control. into that um yeah uh Dylan, any thoughts? Um, it's a shooter and it's made by Remedy, so I'm keen. But they've never made a shooter before. Yeah, but I'm just keen to see what they do with it. All right. Like I have I'll, faith in them. All out. Uh, State of Decay three again, another just cinematic Why? CGI trailer that. It's just a lot of screaming in that trailer. Um, th- I actually thought this trailer was freaking cool though. Like this is actually, I thought it was a, ver- a very cool trailer. Um, I wasn't I prepared for that much screaming. And I did, what is it with zombie um, game trailers and looking cool, and then just like the game's garbage no, or doesn't dead, even come out? Dead Island says hello. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy State of Decay too. You um, would, yeah, made it work likes it. So, but it got. I'm interested. It got at a least. little bit boring. Um, playing by, by myself, I tried to get Taylor to play it with me, who streams a bit for well played when he. When he wants to, but um, shout out to yeah. Dylan from Explosion Network. Shout out to Dylan <laughs> from Explosion Network. I, I think I, I gave it seven out of ten. Fuck now, I am a shill. Um, That's as good as destroy. We know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyone got any thoughts on this before we move on? No. Probably not. Um, no. Then we got to Kieran's mate, the medium. This thing looks yeah, sick. boy. That actually looks. This game looks cool. Maybe this is a game that finally convinces me that Blue Team aren't junk. Um, get fucked um, what, what games have they had they had what Blair Witch and something, and something else Blair Witch. okay Blair Witch and so it was, yeah, okay. Observer they're like yeah there was something else yeah. Jesus yeah, Observer I've still got I haven't played yet um, Observer's actually good though isn't it 
Yeah, Observer's fucking amazing. I've watched yeah. a little bit of Blair Witch and I was like, this fucking looks bum. You know what I was saying before about first person stealth <laughs> bullshit horror games? Blair Witch is alright. Uh, it's got atmosphere. Anyway, Lay- the medium. Too, though, so good. Yeah, the medium looks fucking cool, actually. The medium cool. looks sick. Have yeah. you, Zach, have you watched, or and anyone else, have you watched the like actual gameplay kind of reveal thing they did afterwards? No. No, I've only um, seen the, this trailer. Ah, like they, they do like, they go through kind of bits of a, a full sequence of gameplay with like switching between the, the two the worlds, worlds and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it looks... It looks really, really, really cool. It's got a very Silent Hill vibe, obviously, with um, Old Man on the soundtrack and stuff. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. Super keen. Yeah, this game, this game definitely does look... This is very cool. Um, and that's what, what I love about those types of um, of studios. Like, you know, you look at all their games and they're all... I mean, they're all kind of similar, but they're all very, very different stories and stuff like that. And that's, yeah. Rather than just mm. cranking out at fucking Gears 5, Crackdown 3. Um Shoutouts. Uh, then next was the gunk, which I haven't watched, so I can't comment on this one. I'm super keen for that as well. That's by um, Image and Form, who do like the Steam World games. Yeah, uh, it looks pretty uh, fun. Which are all kind of 2D, and this is their first like fully 3D game, so I'm interested to see how they go. So Dylan, so not Dylan, Adam, who wrote half of our wrap up here, um, has written that uh, this is his little paragraph. An interesting and good-looking alien planet, check. Exploration littered with puzzle elements, check. And hold on a second, is that a vacuum attached to your arm? Holy shit, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um, so he's in our Tetris. He should write that. for Microsoft. Te- <laughs> Tetris Effect Connected. Yeah, um, boy. I'm excited about that on PS4. Yeah, when that song came on, I was like, wow, they're really doing this. I haven't seen it. So You would have. Just you were too busy sleeping. That's, that's it, mate. Snoozing on the job. Is this Tetris Effect? <laughs> um, just the just coming to different consoles. Is that all? Yeah, it? yeah, okay. coming to Xbox and PC, but with uh, multiplayer, which is then okay. coming back over as a free update to the other platforms. Nice. Um, Stalker Two. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're boys. stalking. That's it. I was going to say that, but I was like. That's a big. That's your creepy. fucking catch cry. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach no, Jackson. Now we're stalking. No, it's actually the victim's catch. No, I shouldn't say that. Oh, um, Jesus. So, um, Stalker Two though. Who's played Stalker One or one of the other games? Yeah, I played the first one on yeah, my old, old yeah. school gaming rig back in the day. How good did this look? This looked like it was yeah. in engine. Wasn't any kind of just CGI. Fucking dreams. Didn't they say dreams. it was? CGI, yeah, they did. <laughs> um, yeah, they, well, they they said it's a, it's basically a concept trailer of what they are wanting to achieve. It's dying light too. Um, but this is fucking <laughs> cool. I'm very keen to this. The funny thing I was, I read about this was this trailer had more views than the Halo trailer. Yeah, good. Uh, so, to be fair, no, to people be fair, have no. been wanting Stalker Two for such a long time. And nobody's saying, wanted Halo forever. Are you are you telling me that Halo is a smaller IP than Stalker? I'm saying the people that would have been keen for Halo were probably up watching the reveal, whereas the people that you weren't expecting Stalker pens, too watched oh, the trailer don't after. Be it got logical. Announced. Nah, you dead to me for this moment. Let's move on. Stalker You're right, 2. and I hate it. 
um, Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, boy. To New Genesis. Uh, the trailer hasn't loaded on my end, so I can't even see the picture. So this. You won't care. No. I'm keen as hell. This looked awesome. Yeah, it looks sick. Oh, here we are. It's finally loaded. Um, nice. Uh, Warhammer 4000. Sorry, 40,000. 40K. <laughs> Warhammer 4K. It's Warhammer 40k. Dark. Well, it's a, it's a, I'm just, I'm reading off the thing. He says forty thousand here, mate. So don't don't argue with the with the journalist, Adam Ryan. Uh, Dark Tide um, is a four player Warhammer game. They love Warhammer yeah. games, but these games always look and sound really cool, but they're not what I expect them to be. So th- this they never this really is are the same studio that does Vermintide, hence the Tide name. Mm. Uh, so I'm pretty keen on this, and the, a really funny thing that happened was. I was with my friends playing Vermintide before this event happened, <laughs> and I funny. actually said, "Man, wouldn't it be cool if Vermintide had like a crossover DLC where it had some of the 40k stuff in it, or if there was a 40k Vermintide kind mm. of game?" And then this guy announced, "I was like, whoa, nice! Is this is this like one of those RTS games? No, or- no, no, no. Uh, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead in a way." Mm, okay, now I'm listening a little bit. Speaking of that, we got to play GTFO soon. We, we do. Oh. It's up to you, mate. I know it's up to me. Um, well, you know, uh, Destiny 2, Dying Light. I mean, sorry, Beyond Light. Um, okay, so this is the first Beyond Light footage that I see that looks really awesome. Mm. Uh, th- this trailer did a better job at convincing me to get this DLC than the other one. Um, but there's also uh, the announcement that... All of Destiny 2's expansions will be headed to Game Pass. Which is pretty cool. It mm. is pretty cool. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you can play the game, do all the other stuff that requires Xbox Live Gold, and have all the expansions. Which is freaking sick. And it's yes, I am very keen for this expansion now. Okay. There you go. Um, then we've got Obsidian's main game, uh, Grounded. Which is the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids multiplayer thing. This looked really fun, and this is where Battletoads was, because there was a random frog. Like a porcelain <laughs> frog as the environment. Just... Yeah. Did, did you, uh, Kieran, you ended up playing this, yeah? Yeah, I played the uh, trial weekend thing they had going. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I love, I, yeah. I love that vibe, that okay. shrunken, like, I love yeah. those kind of scaled worlds. Um, and this will be out, uh, at 3am after we record. In early access. Yeah, um, I did say that, yeah, July. In early access. 28. On Game Pass as well. So, maybe I'll stay up and play it. No, I won't do that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm very keen. Nice. Uh, The Outer Worlds is getting some DLC. Peril on Gorgon. Um. I'm really keen yep. for this. Yep. That's also... No, it's not coming. Sorry. I thought it was coming this week. Uh, it's coming in September 9. Uh, yeah. Who... You're both keen for that, Dylan? Yeah. Have you played The Outer Worlds? Uh, I played like an hour on Game Pass. So, yeah, not really. Okay. I don't play games, um, apparently. So... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to ask a question, but... Can't be bothered. Um, next game was Ori and the Will of the Wisps is getting a, an update. It's getting that patch that Kieran's been craving for. 
um, that'll make it run at 4K and 120 first-person shooters. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, 120 frames per second, but uh, will it hit that? I um, oh. thank I, I you for the clarification it. that it was frames per second because I originally thought it was just 120 frames, and I'm like, man, that's double what the other game had. <laughs> but I, I think it can hit that. The the good thing about it being so high is if there are little dips, you won't notice it as much mm. because it is a lot of diminishing returns. Um, yeah, anything yeah. above 30, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, the human eye can, can't see above 24 frames a second. Um, and then early Mine on can't. in the show, but it's our last one, uh, we've got Tell Me Why, which is the, yep. the new game from, well, the Microsoft... Ain't nothing but a heart. <laughs> um, That's the opening. That's the intro, surely. Um, yeah, this looks very cool. This looks very, very Don't Nod. Mm-hmm. Um, episode one launches on August... 20 something i think yep it's the first 20. game i've ever preloaded ever really are you, what can you preload now well you can like prep the yeah, the install yeah ah right okay right i've been preloading since i was 15 yeah no <laughs> um this is the one with the trans character yeah yep. yes okay i was sort of surprised that they did they make any mention of that in the trailer kind of they okay. like they went back and forth between timelines, and sometimes uh, yeah, the main character was female presenting, and sometimes male. So okay. they kind of just like hint at it in that way without being overly like. Okay, this is our game where we've got a transgender character. Okay, which is uh, nice, so, I guess. So I was sort of looking out for it, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, yeah, I think we're all keen to play that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they did show off, they had a little indie um, highlight reel kind of go on, and that included a couple of Aussie-developed games, uh, Dead Stake Drive, which is now coming in 2021, um, made by Melbourne's fan club. And I think that's coming out just after um, Elder Scrolls Six, yeah? <laughs> At this rate, yeah. Uh, the, other, the other game is one of Kieran's uh, f- probably not favourites, but... Uh, Game that you're excited for, and that's the uh, the Artful Escape. Um, by again by Melbourne's uh, dinosaurs and bandanas or something. Whatever, I can't. I can't Beethoven and there. dinosaur. That's it. Be- dinosaurs and bandanas. <laughs> that's my new studio. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so they both look pretty cool. Uh, this little highlight reel also showed off a, a couple more games that you were keen for, Karen. Uh, yeah. Is it turmeric? No, that's the fucking herb. Um, is it tunic? <laughs> wow, <laughs> Turmeric. Uh, yeah, tunic. Tunic. Uh, Which I thought would have been out by now, honestly. I thought it was out. Um, yeah, felt, I'm surprised. Felt that. ready to go at PAX, but um, I guess not. Sable? Sable looks sick. Was another one, and I think... Was there one more? I, I missed all of these. I didn't see these at the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Um... They sound good, though. Yeah, no, I can't think who else is is on there. Uh, Did we get any Psychonauts news? Thank you for finally mentioning Psychonauts, too, because that featured prominently in the show. Oh, did it really? Yes. Yes. It's not even in our little rap. I know. I'm very annoyed about this. I'm only just realizing this now. 
Let's let's uh, all message uh, Adam right now. So yeah, fuck Adam Ryan. Shout out to Dylan Blight from Explosion Network. Because <laughs> um, he would have included. I don't, actually do don't know. Yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't care. I forwarded Adam the just the the presser. Well, fuck answers. Microsoft then, or whoever yeah. works in their well, PR that sent uh, you the. Um, yeah, no, they showed off uh, a really, really cool uh, musical kind of trailer for Psychonauts 2 featuring none other than Jack Black from Tenacious D. Mm. Um, he loves a bit of Double Fine, which is cool. Um, at first, I was like, holy shit, Brutal Legend 2, because it was kind of like his voice and, and stuff going on, but obviously it was Psychonauts. Um, and yeah, they showed off like kind of a very psychedelic-themed level. Um, which, you know, that's part of like Psychonauts is that all of its levels are very different visually and, uh, in terms of audio and gameplay and stuff. So, um, it's cool to actually see like what one of them's going to be. Um, yeah. But also, uh, we got the news that it's not coming out this year anymore, mm, which made me sad, uh, but it's definitely here in the, in the email. Well, shit. There you go. <laughs> So then just, just fuck Adam. No, take, take back the one the from Microsoft. Worlds and tell me why. Mm. He just, he thought, you know what? Fuck Kieran. You know what, so <laughs> Kieran, you'll be proud. This trailer has given me a, a quite a big motivation to actually play the first one because I have it on Good. Steam. Do it. Oh, we should have placed it. We, should, we, should, we all should have placed it. Did I'm going to go, while you're doing that, I'm going to go shit in Adam's carpets. <laughs> Watch him vacuum it up. Did... Are you surprised that it's delayed to twenty twenty one? Like this? Nah. How fucking is this game small? Like why is it? Like why is it taking? Is this game dead? Is this game in Dead Sack Drive the, the <laughs> game? <laughs> I mean, like Double Fine, like aren't huge. Yeah, but uh, how has this game been in the works? For and you? they've had a lot of other projects going on, and obviously it was crowdfunded originally as well. And then they had all that shit with Starbreeze. Um, That's right. Because that was going to be published by Starbreeze. Yeah. But I I think, like, obviously now because Microsoft's acquired them, they're not a publisher anymore. They're just a developer. So they obviously can focus their efforts a little bit more. Um, Mm. But, like, yeah. I kind of expected it because they have been pretty quiet on it. And I think part of it has come down now, too. Because it's been so long, they want to make sure they get as much rights as possible. Yeah, I think mm. yeah. I mean, the the scope of it could have increased with the buyout as well. So, it could just be that they're making it bigger. All right, I got a question for you. Uh, what game comes out first, Psychonauts two or Dead State Drive? What's your your gut? Psychonauts feel? two, easy. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, Half Life three. Nothing yes. from me. <laughs> no, um, nothing against email. Dead Static though, because like, yeah, the game looks cool, but fuck, I feel like that game's been in, in development for a, forever. Small team. I just remember dying once from Australia. And then like, no. Um, shout outs to Big Mike. Shout out to Big Mike. Big sexy Mike Blackney. Speaking of, uh, I also fucked up at the start of this segment uh said xo1 was the game that they announced uh, at the start of the show that was actually a lie it was it's xo2 xo mecca 
Yeah, I was wondering if that was what you're talking about, but then I was yeah. thinking maybe I just missed another EXO game. Um, oh, and like Balan Wonderland Balan, or whatever it's yeah, called as Balan, well. Oh, yeah. Balan Wonderworld, uh, Dragon Quest. Um, it's coming to Xbox. Oh, isn't there Echo. Hello Neighbor 2 as well? Yeah, Hello Neighbor 2 as well. Didn't um, they do that? No, they had like Secret Neighbor, some shit. Oh, and Hello Neighbor, uh, I'm going to stalk your kids, whatever. Yeah, sequel. that's, yeah. Um, hide and seek. All right. Um, let's give some final thoughts. What did you think of Xbox's show? <laughs> Turds? All right. Uh, Good. I, I can see why people wouldn't like it. I was actually quite happy with a bunch of the games shown, but I wish it was more showed in terms of actual games and not cinematic trailers. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, you could level that sort of complaint at PlayStation a little bit as well. Yeah, and I, and I did. And and you did. I'm I'm just saying. You know, um, they're not the only. You know, Microsoft shouldn't be the only ones getting. Uh, yeah. I got I, nothing I, against. Yeah. I, I the, think especially coming off of the criticisms of the third party showcase, they had a lot more to prove, and they didn't exactly. Prove yeah. It the way they should have. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, there's like um, the games that they showed off. Like, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot to be excited about, but. None of none of that presentation, um, and I guess it circles back to something that we kind of half touched on at the very, very beginning, but none of that presentation really felt like uh, here's why you should buy a Series X. Yeah. I mean, even well, yeah, if, here's even why if you should you be look, excited. Even if you look down to, like, say, with Halo Infinite, which I've been incredibly excited for, and then Demon Souls, if you compare those reveals, where I've been so excited for the gameplay for Halo Infinite, I was much more vocal about being happy for Demon Souls than I was for Halo Infinite. Not even because I was underwhelmed by the gameplay, or just because they didn't really show enough, and what they did show was out of context, so it makes it look bad. Mm. Do how do I frame this question correctly? So a couple of things. Um, I didn't hate it. Uh, I thought I thought it was fine. I thought it was quite similar to the to the to the PlayStation One, but I feel like PlayStation's big moments hit harder than what Xboxes did here. Um, probably a combination of while PlayStations, we kind of had a feeling that, you know, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn 2 was going to be there. You know, we weren't quite sure. Whereas, you know, you knew that Halo was going to be here. Fable has been rumoured for fucking I ever, mean, what, so. we, we, we predicted three out of four, didn't we, for yeah. PlayStation? Because we got uh, Demon Souls... Spider-Man, yeah. sort of. Um, but it, but did you expect that it was it was Miles Morales? So like you know, like that was kind of a surprise. Um, I was the one that called Miles Morales. Did you? Yeah. In the predictions. Yes. I don't know if I believe that. Might need to check that. No, I believe it. Um, but yeah, like I just feel like their big games didn't hit as hard. I. And I think that maybe they, they were missing one, another big um, sort of announcement, perhaps. Um, yeah, Viva Pinata. That's what they should have had. I would have been frothing just, over that. I would have. That would have been like the show of the year for me if they had. Yeah, that. how good. But there's just yeah, like there's nothing apart from Stalker Two, and it was funny because like they built, they they talk about this being an Xbox Games showcase, like, like a first party. This is why I sort of wanted to t- touch on that on that first party thing. It was kind of built as a first, you know, third party was two months ago and first party is you know, now. 
Um, and then, then you go through and you, and you look at some of the games that they've shown off and it's still half third party nearly or a third kind of thing. Um, like Stalker 2 and, you know, um, Tetris Effect and Warhammer and, you know. Yeah, I, d- I just feel like that maybe... Um, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I just thought maybe that they, they they could have had one 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 more big, yeah. big title, um, just to, yeah, what I you know what that title is I don't know because, but you know maybe giving uh, fans a look at, uh, whatever the initiative is working on, um, I don't know, but yeah, it was it, it was fine. It's a it's a pass. Uh, Game pass. But it's a, it's a, you know, it's a minimum pass. It's hit the minimum. Um, but yeah, but just to touch on sort of what I was saying before, I think yeah, as Kieran sort of said, this this show didn't. I don't think it uh, highlighted why you need to buy a Series X or or that you need to buy a Series X. Um, again, it's they are. I feel like they're really selling this service. You know, Big Phil sort of said that all these games will be available on Game Pass. Uh, you know all these halos and your yeah, fucking whatever other big games they got. You know they're all going to be on Game Pass. So yeah, so I feel like they're pushing like that's their focus now. It's not, um, you know, making these big games to sell a console. It's to sell. It's to making it's it's making a bunch of games to sell a service and to keep you in that sort of service. They're almost doing it like a better version of Stadia in a way. Hmm. And that's and that's yeah like I don't think that's a bad thing. It's it's kind of disappointing that Sony doesn't have real competition, and I don't mean that in like a mean way to to like to Xbox. But I just feel like yeah, if I wish Xbox had that level of first party title or software coming out that would compete with um, PlayStation and kind of make me want to buy like a Series X. Like right now, I I don't think I'm actually going to even though I said previously that, yeah, I'll probably get a Series X, I think I've actually changed my mind. I think the One X I've got is probably fine. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't have any need to buy and a they, $700 you know or what? $800 fucking Series X. They're not in production in Australia anymore. Well, there you go. Devastating. Mm. I mean, my, my takeaway was that, like, there's, you know, half the show I didn't give a shit about but there were the other half of the shows, you know, worth of games. Like I'm keen to play on game pass on my computer. Like there's, mm. there's no real, there is no reason to buy an Xbox console. If you have a computer at this point, like there used to be, yeah. there was, you know, they used to have everything about halo on there. And then, you know, like Jordan at that point would have been forced to have owned an Xbox just for halo basically. But um, uh, if if you saw my tweet with my Halo article, I just yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I I literally said, "Good, now I can throw my Xbox yeah. away." What about Crackdown <laughs> format? It's nothing. That'll be on PC. Yeah, literally everything of of uh, Xboxes will be on PC now. So but, if you've uh, got yeah, a I, I think PC that that set. just goes down to like in yours and mine case, Dylan. Mm. The Xbox isn't marketed towards us because we have, you know, uh, systems that will run everything just fine, but. If you're someone that you doesn't have, want to build a, a PC or anything, or doesn't want the hassle of maintaining a PC, the yeah. Series X is just fine because you can still get good visuals and good performance. So yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I th- I'm, 
I mean, the, um, yeah, I mean, the, um, uh, the perks of the Series X is the, that you'll get better versions of, of, of the games than, than the, the Xbox One, so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's interesting, um, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a little bit disappointing, like I said, but that's, uh, that's, that's the, the path they've, uh, decided to, uh, take. So there you go. Uh, Kieran, do you have any final uh, thoughts on that? Do you want to buy Game Pass now? Wait, do you already have Game Pass? Yeah, I already have Game Pass. Oh, didn't you get like fucking five years from Yeah. Now? Yeah. His, his final you... thoughts are, fuck Adam for not including Psychonauts 2. Pretty much. Kieran's uh, very tired. Thank you, Microsoft, for including Psychonauts 2. Fuck you, Adam, for excluding Psychonauts 2. <laughs> Shout out Shout to Dylan from Explosion Network. <laughs> 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 um, all right, let's wrap it up there. Um, let's quickly go into some off topics. There's a couple of things we want to talk about here. Uh, if you go to Twitter or to Instagram, you can see me wearing a PlayStation uh, jumper that's warm and big. Uh, Shout out to PlayStation for sending that. Uh, give us a rating on how I look from 1 to 10. Um, it'll, it'll uh, mean a lot to me. Uh, the critic average is six, but the user average is one. <laughs> um, and the question we've got for you all today to go home and think about or chat with your mum or whatever uh, is what do you call a blanket hoodie combination? I call it comfortable. Nice. Is that what it is? It was... Because, like, you wearing it, I thought it was just, like, a children's jumper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's why it looks so big. We're back to roasting Zach, are we? Yeah. Hell. You didn't think um, we'd make it through without one final roast? True. <laughs> now, that was good. I like that one. Um, it is very warm, but, yeah, like, do you call it a Snuggie? Um, 100% a Snuggie. I mean, all, that- all, of the, all of the terms that have ever been coined for them have been by brands. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Snuggie, Udi... Slank um, it, <laughs> whatever it's shit, whatever no, shit it was. Nobody. Slank I know. I've never heard that before. either. That was. We're not related. In our Slack channel, and uh, shout out to Slank it. Was, uh, <sighs> yeah, uh, this episode was brought to you by Slank it. <laughs> and Red Shadow. Available in well played blue. That's it, mate. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> the other, yeah, the, the other one I bought off Amazon you know, is called a comfy. That, that that's so. a good point you bring up there, Kieran. That. That slanket that Zach is wearing there is the well-played blue. How do you? <laughs> Actually, we should look into getting... Colour code 018288. We should see if we can get well-played Snuggies. I'd, I'd wear one. Mm. Fuck, I, I'm going to see if, I can, if we can do it. Um, all right, the well-played uh, slanket, we can sell them. Sorry? Nothing. I'm just thinking of future business ideas. <laughs> um... I can see Kieran getting one just with the crotch cut out. Nice. Uh, off topics. So, anyone got anything they want to talk about that they've no. watched? I haven't done. I've done fuck all. I watched no. The Boys uh, a couple of nights ago on Amazon Prime. Nice. Good. And it's sick. Nice. Uh, Georgie oh. and I, it was like midnight and we were like, Let's just try the boys out. Let's just watch one episode and then go to bed. And then it was like 3 a.m. and we were still watching it. Um, Love that. 
And yeah, if you like uh, cool takes on superhero stuff, it's uh, not wholly original in its tone, but it's it's very fun um, and super over the top, violent and crass and stuff. It's good. Nice. Um, um, yeah. Nice. You actually reminded me. I did. I did start a new a new TV show. I started the Wolf Creek TV show. Um, it's fine. Sorry. So far, it's kind of cool. I don't know. I I actually watched something this week that wasn't anime. Was it porn? <laughs> Xbox trailers. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, here. No. Um, have any of you watched Norsemen? No. No. Is that the new? Is that on Netflix? Yeah. So they they have a new season on Netflix, and I watched the other two seasons a while ago, and I fucking loved it. Like, it's just dumb humor and season three came out and yeah it's still more dumb humor and i loved it that makes more sense i saw that because obviously there's a new season out so it was on the front page but they have like the fancy like norse looking text i thought it said horsemen (laughs) i thought it was like a gritty reboot of the saddle club (laughs) um i'm thanks for clearing that up yeah no worries that's what i'm here for dylan you got anything for us on your uh off topic. Nah, Speaking mate. Shout out to Dylan Blight from the Explosion Network. Got nothing of nothing of value today. Wow. Mm. That's per usual, to be mm. honest. But yeah, fair. Alrighty, shall we call it a day, a night? No, let's episode. keep going for another hour. We could. We could just. Well, that's not right. right. I'm just roast Zach for an hour. I'm down for that. Can't. <laughs> there we oh, are. Come on. There you go. Dylan, since he's done it, you can do it too. Go. There we go. Now you have to. Shout now, out now, to Dylan from the. Now you have to bleep that out a yeah. bit. I don't. I'm not going to count that. Even though I straight up did it. So while while you guys were talking earlier in the potty, there's an article that's popped up on Bloomberg from my mate Jason Shire yep. that. Um, Ubisoft had a planned King Arthur game, but it was yes. cancelled by fucking yep. Sergei Hos- Hoske. The man responsible, one of the men responsible for the her. awful environment at Ubisoft, is also responsible for the average games coming out of Ubisoft. Oh, wow, that's fucking that's rude. Dog. That's dog bum. <laughs> uh, thank you for paying attention this whole two-hour discussion. Yeah, if you did, you can pat yourself on the back because I didn't even do that. If you have, go get a fucking job. Well. <laughs> Unless you're Dylan you... Blight from the Explosion Network. Then just keep yeah, up the good work. Um, yeah, shout out. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. If you want to check out all the stuff that we'll have on the website, you can go to the website, which is www.well-play.com.au. There'll be a couple of things on the website now. Um so check them out, share them with your friends, show your dad, and uh, we shall see you next week and have a great weekend and stay safe. Keep- Wear a mask if you have to. And Kieran's already gone, so he said bye. Uh... Love it. Oh, bye. Oh. Hello. Bye. Bye. See ya.